still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. This is the morning sickness. It's 545. How you doing? My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And waking up today to all the fun and frivolity and the great weather and everything else, totally clouded by that awful thing that happened in Maine last night. Just brutal. And you don't want to start a day off thinking about that stuff, but I'm human and I can't help it. And there's just nothing you can do about it. Turning your TV on and seeing they turn a bowling alley into a shooting gallery last night, and uh, they still know, don't have the deal. still don't have the guy. That's got to be horrifying. Can you imagine that they got a shelter in place order up there in uh, was it Lewiston, Lewiston, Maine. Lewiston, Maine? Yeah. The crazy part to me is last night I was watching. I we we did band rehearsal. I was having fun. The guys we always have a great time. We're goofing around. I didn't know anything about it. We're done about seven seven thirty, maybe eight. We've been at it for a while. I go plop down on the couch, turn the TV on, the first thing I see. I'm like, God damn it. Takes away all the fun, just deflates the room, right? So you're sitting there watching this. And then they said the name of the guy who they have interest, Robert Card is his name. 40-year-old Robert Card. They got pictures. They got all that stuff. Then they said they want to be careful not using his name too much in case it's not him. And I'm thinking thinking to myself, if I'm Robert Card and I didn't do this, I'm making phone calls like fast and quick going, hey, guys, yeah. I'm right here at the house. You want to come by? Check that's me out. True. I don't know how it is. How the, why whoa, that's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. if, they, if I'm He's watching the news and I'm like, Jesus, this is in my hometown. And we're pretty sure it's this guy. I'm like, whoa, yeah, no, I just got released from a mental institution. There's definitely eyes on me. I didn't do this. And then I'd have him come by. You know, you can do the little swab on my hand to see if I fired a gun recently. Yep. And all, all that stuff. I'd, I'd be volunteering my name to say, oh, the guy we think it is, it is in him. It's his doppelganger or something. It's him. But the news has to be so careful not to, you know, in case it's the wrong fella. Jesus Christ, wouldn't you, wouldn't one of you guys call and go, John, at least make a phone call. Yeah, he's not answering his phone. He just made clearly, like, if I'm on the news and it's saying that I did this, you, I, I, you have my permission to call the news and go, okay, I don't know where he is either, but yeah, that's him. Like, t- tattle on me. Not you, Brady. Brady, 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 you're not not doing it. You should wrap me out for blowing up 40 (laughs) people. It was crazy. So I'm sitting there thinking, well, yeah, it's him. He's a firearms instructor. He just got out of a mental institution for hearing voices and telling people he was going to shoot up a National Guard. Yeah, this is the guy. Good thing they let him out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to open up the loony bins. I mean, that's it's going to open up gun debates and all this other stuff. I thought those thoughts were long gone. That's why they let him out. It was two weeks ago. Loony bin. (laughs) Looney bins, loads of them, and you start out. You the 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 factory of long arm coats needs to be uh, out there some more. And maybe the law, who knows, where they they can't keep him in any longer. Well, he checks himself in. Yeah. You're voluntary. Yep, check him. But the, you know, once somebody says, "I'm thinking maybe going on a shooting spree," there should be some sort of hold on that fella for a little while. I think you know, eh, we're going to keep you in this coat for a tick. They used to be able to do it to anybody that acted stupid. 
If you started going bananas in your neighborhood, people would show up and take you away. Remember the song, They're Coming to Take You Away? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was a common thing. They just, when you got out of hand, you got the long arm coat. And the long, I haven't even seen jokes about the long arm coat for a long time. But if I started to tell people, you know, guys, I'm thinking maybe of shooting something up, like, I'm going to do it. You guys should want me in a long arm coat. My friends should check me in and say he's definitely, and lie. If I say it once, if somebody in your office says, I'm going to shoot up a building, I'm going to do this probably pretty soon, and I'm hearing voices, so then go to the police and say he's been saying it for weeks. Make it bigger than it actually is. Exaggerate. Similar to uh, joking about uh, a bomb in the airport. Exactly. Anytime you start making, like, I haven't hearing these voices, and you're like, are you, Todd, are you serious? Yeah. I need some help. I'm going to go, you know, yeah. You go in the long arm coat room for a while. For a while. Like, it's a mandatory month in the long coat. Let me strap you up a little bit. Cuckoo's nest. We need more cuckoo's nest. I, I, it's just it's it's weird when we have those moments when we say we had them, and we you know we we saw and again social media is another one when you start making those comments. It's it's a freedom of speech issue, but at a certain point, threats are not freedom of speech. That's not protected. So, is it a threat to say I'm thinking about doing this? It's not a crime yet, but Jesus Christ, man. how many? Looney tunes, do we have to go out there and go, well, we just got to make sure his mental health is... I mean, that's where the... uh, in a long coat. You know, like, restraining orders come in, and that's all the police can do. Like, until something actually happens, we can't move it. But, again, we do have... We used to have loony bins, lots of them. And And they start shutting those down. They're packed. No, they're shut down. Build more. They shut down how they do it. Like, you've got the thing down on 24th Street, and... Van Buren, and that's mainly for criminals who have been yeah. you know, insane. You can still check yourself in, or you can still have somebody check you in. But you can leave any time. The olden days, the loony bins on top of them, they're not packed. They're, they closed tons of them. There is room in the Athens oh, Mental Health loads. Center up in uh, Ohio University. Yeah, you've got one they on had your... 17,000 people there at one time. And that's because they used to do it right. You started misbehaving, they looked at you and went, nah, this one's not fitting in. And it isn't about wearing goth clothes because that's as conformist as you can get. It isn't about your tattoos. That's as conformist as you can get. It's about being an outlier in society. We notice them. We notice the ones that are like, okay, that's way out. We all have. We have a guy in our office. Everybody does that. You're like, if he says the wrong thing, I need a long coat on that guy. We don't do the long coats. And if I was president, that would be one of the first things I did. Re-establish long coat uh, applications. Might cut down on the uh, potentials of zones, creating zones like we have downtown. Yes. Well, it would also stop Karens from feeling so entitled to start flipping out at targets on everybody. You start doing that at a target in olden days, people coach showed up. You start losing your mind over, you know, what's on going the airlines. on. airlines. You start screaming on a plane. <laughs> Instagram famous. Long coat. And you're embarrassed. And that's your Instagram picture. You're long coated out of a room. And then people went, oh, he went nuts. They came for the, the long coat, and they strapped him up, and they got him out of there. They had a long coat in Lowell, Indiana once. Some dude was walking up and down the road, two streets up. I lived on, we had streets, we lived in something called Indian Heights. I don't know if that's still a place in Lowell, Indiana. But my, I lived Probably on, not anymore. I lived on Navajo. There was Comanche, Apache, Cherokee. All the roads were named yeah. after tribes. Cool. But Indian Heights, was it cool? <laughs> like Indian Heights, Indiana was kind of, hmm. I mean, it's Indian. It's still in Indiana. Indiana. It's though, Indiana. Right? Regardless, it's, it's meth heights. Yeah. Anyway, but a guy was walking up and down the street. He was uh, stoned or drunk or something. Started screaming about killing his girlfriend. And everything. 
we stood out there and watched the truck show up and put them on the ground and put a long coat on them and stuffed them in the back. I remember being, uh, I was probably a sophomore in high school, and it was 4th of July, and getting ready to go outside, and there's uh, a neighbor having a party down the street, and the one guy going to the party, you know, the cars are parked along the road. He's about five houses down, parked. He gets out in the front lawn and starts reenacting. Uh, he's in the rice fields. He's battling. He's a war vet. Yeah. And just started. It was right. we got to keep an eye on these guys. They've been through. They've seen. Th- like, I've got friends who are, are war veterans. They are been through some serious, weird, visual stuff that we can't imagine as people just sitting here letting them fight for us. Uh, and as normal as both of these guys are, they go through bouts of just nightmarish visualizations and if they start having moments we need to keep our eyes on them special i was lucky because i i almost went outside because i heard them rice fields where are the rice fields yeah you don't want to start talking about rice fields <laughs> nom nom guys coming up the minute nom like guys like starts playing with his minute rice a little bit too much you're like all right uh, i see what's going to long coat i'd long coat everybody I'd go overboard with it, but we don't have, like, guns don't just get up and start shooting, and I know people who want to have a gun law, and, you know, it's debatable. I'm not saying it's off the table. It's debatable. I don't like it. It doesn't mean that you can't say it, but let me have my piece, too, because I think it's Looney Tunes that we're not paying enough attention to. I think Looney Tunes are the problem. More than guns, we have a thing with people's brains, and we're coddling it too much. It needs to be, it used to be embarrassing. I remember that dude, I think it was on a, uh, a Comanche. I was four or five years old. And the thing I remember most was them bagging his head. It scared me to death. They knocked him down and they shoved a bag over his head because I guess it's a spit bag or something. They just covered his head, wrestled him down to the ground, and they had no qualms about it. They just took this boozer to the ground, strapped him up, and the next thing you know, he's walking around. And I, the long arms are hanging. They hadn't strapped him up yet. You long arm coat a guy. And it was very stereotypical. I didn't even know we had Looney Bin guys in Lowell, Indiana. I don't know where they came from. It wasn't even the, the police were there. They didn't do anything. I thought it was cool, and the reason my friend Mark and I, Mark Cassius, not the same Mark, I haven't been hanging out with the same <laughs> Mark in every Jesus. State. Mark Cassius ended up homosexual, and we used to play, uh, it was a strange thing, I think I had, a, I think I may have been a catalyst for that, is because uh, when we were kids, my cousin, uh, the oldest, she was an older girl, wanted to see our pee-pees, and we stood in the closet, this is an aside, uh, went into the closet and uh, showed her our pee-pees. Yeah. We were like five, she was like eight. And we're like, all right, we're going to see your thing now. So we just stood in the closet naked. And I noticed that Mark wanted to touch stuff with his. It was weird. They tapped the bag. We didn't tap the bag. I mean, we had little five-year-old pee-pees. But I have a feeling that's when Mark went, yeah. If I had to choose, I'll take the left. And that was me. He didn't like my cousin Kelly. He kept eyeballing me. Evidently, she must evidently. have been hideous. It <laughs> could have been good looking. Five-year-old me, though, was probably my peak as you're, far as looks. Coach adorable. Look, four, four five-year-old Johnny was, oof, man, this kid's going places. Like, I was Macaulay Culkin cute, and then I turned into Macaulay Culkin. But, yeah, me and Cassius were, you know, hanging out. They didn't have fences in Indiana. You could see the cop car go, oh, cop car. We never saw cop cars in that little town. We ran over, stood in my Aunt Joan's front yard and watched this thing go down. And some loony tune. Strapped him up, took him away. I was just there to see the bubblegum machine on top of the cop cars. I thought those were cool. Strap him up. Somebody at your office starts talking about killing people. Call the white coats. Then that van showed up. I still, to this day, I, I need to ask my aunt and uncle about that back in Indiana. Like, where did the loony bin people come from? There might be one close by I didn't know about when I was little. 
They just showed up and took some dude away. Yeah, there had to have been a facility in that. Has to be. It wasn't that long as I, as I remember it being a little boy. And I don't know, time probably didn't matter. It didn't take long for people. To, I, it all seemed to happen very quickly. But the bag over his head scared me. I had bad dreams about bag over the head guy coming to get me. It was it was scary. But It, it makes me think of that... Uh, Batman Scarecrow. Yeah, Scarecrow. And that's what well, Scarecrow was a kind of a, ooh, I know that. That's what Scarecrow was supposed to be bad. This was just a dude that lived in our neighborhood whose probably girlfriend did something stupid. And uh, guys don't handle that well. And we go off the, we go off the rails. I think it, actually after a breakup, every man should be required to spend two weeks in the long coat. Just in case. Because usually the story of a dude going nuts is the girl broke up with him. She met someone else. Uh, call, uh, women handle that a lot better than we do. They don't go off the rails and start shooting stuff up. Yeah, but they usually I had some growing cut up their you know, hair. in high school. There's some buddies that definitely went through some hard breaks, but nothing like that. Just in case, though. Yeah, no, no, no I'm not it saying everybody's like gonna. Changed. But just in case, just, it, it's you know, there's been dudes who destroy property, and it, from every crime on, usually there's a guy, the guy, the. You know, the fire chief that ended up trying to have sex with that lamb. Yeah. was because he was tired of his wife. She'd done something stupid and he left. He's, he's, he abandoned humanity to have sex with animals and he got caught. Well, you hear what the uh, Alaskan Airlines guy is blaming it on? He was on mushrooms. Yeah. For four, didn't sleep for 40 hours. Right. Why, though? Was there, did he say that prior to that it was some chick was driving him nuts? Yeah. We don't handle it well. Are you trying to create a world of twinks now? Because, I mean, if that's the case, you're breaking up with your girl and you got to go to long time. Look, I'll tell you this. I mean, I don't know. If Matthias just told you tomorrow, you know what? I'm done with you. We're done. I don't like you anymore. I don't want to be here. I'm keeping you in a long coat for a couple weeks. (laughs) I want you in a long coat for at least two weeks. 14 days just prove to me that you're like, I can, I'm fine, guys. I'm good. It's like, all right, you should, you should volunteer. Like, yeah, those moments where I should probably. I'm thinking a little bit. I'm not really into it. I've seen you through a divorce. Oh, yeah. You know, you were stable enough, but you were emotionally not correct. I've been through it. I know. It's not an embarrassment. I had it. I held a knife up in the air alone once and went, ah, yeah, in the kitchen for no reason and put it back. I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, I, you just, because you're losing your stuff. Your house is maybe going away. You're, every, you're embarrassed. It's, it's miserable. Yeah, I did. I remember standing with that big butcher knife, just making crazy guy noises. I'm like, "What's going on?" I caught myself, but that would have been a long coat moment. I probably should have done me some good, take a little two week vacation for myself. I had to forge through. I remember making phone calls, seeing things I'd have never said. Fine, you know, I just slaughter everybody. Click. I told uh, my ex wife, "All right, I'm fine with you doing what you're doing." But if that idiot comes to my house, even as a friendly guy, he could be the nicest guy in the world, I'm chopping his head off. John, don't say things like that. I will cut his head off. He's he's stealing my house. I don't care that he's got you. He's stealing my house, this prick. Because this dude that interloped into my life. Hey, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Wicked hot. Wicked hot tuna. Smell my fingers. You know it. Thanks, Bruce. I don't care that you're banging her. I didn't want to anymore anyway. But for Christ's sake, I got to buy my own house back. Like, ah, I got to get that knife. <laughs> I had delusional thoughts of Didn't chop- even get in the car. I wasn't murderous. <laughs> I wanted to not have to deal with this. It wasn't about them. Honestly, that didn't bother me. It was all about me dealing with my crap, and I was not in my right mind. 
several times. So going back, you would put yourself in a... Absolutely. Two-week yeah. two loony bin long coat. Just go, Jesus Christ, man, these thoughts. Because when your arms are strapped behind you and you're like, ah, i got to chop his head off, you're like, <laughs> can't do anything about that. You're, you're helpless and you're like, all right, I'll knock that off. And then you, 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 you're left with your own thoughts and your only th- thing you can do is think... You're either going to go goofy one direction or you're going to calm yourself down. And most people will calm themselves down. But, yeah, break up. So if you're we saying, should volunteer it. I understand what you're saying. But if if the statistics were 99% of the people know how to deal with this. And they're they aren't. Them, everyone goes in a straitjacket. Yeah. I've been on the phone with you after a breakup. You called me for some reason. That's not right mind nonsense. You don't talk to me after that. <laughs> yeah, but there you should have no. been in a long coat for even dialing that last number. When you hit the nine, boop, you call John and get, get some sensibility out of this. I'm like, what's going on? And what did I do? I'm like, that bitch, knock her off. <laughs> then you get the wrong phone call and some guy's like, we can handle this. I've watched a lot of Dateline. Most of the time, there's a phone call. A guy's not in his right mind, calls a friend. He's like, well, you shouldn't have to tolerate any of that. You're right. She's crazy. And you end up slaughtering somebody. Look, it's something. All I'm saying is, yeah, we can argue it down to there's too many guys who handle it well versus too many guys who don't. But we have a mental health problem. We're not putting enough people in long coats for behavior that used to get you in a long coat. I'm with you about uh, if there's lack of facilities, let's... Start opening up more. There aren't lack of facilities. There was a full-on closure and change in the way we handled mental health about 10 years ago. Uh, maybe even longer than that. Uh, it's, it was a full-on, like, this is not how we deal with things for people. They need help. And so we, you know, pilled them up. You should just set them up in neighborhoods, whether they're drive-through or whatever, snap clinics. Yeah. If you uh, think you're going to snap, drive in. Well, people who think they're going to snap are going to snap. I know. And if you think they're not the ones, it's us that call the long coats. We just need, it's a whole industry. It's a new job. It's a revenue source. We have a bunch of unemployed people out there strapping up long long coat gangs. You see people walking up and down the road. You should, when you go home today, when you see somebody go, long coat for that guy. How many people would you put in long coats just visually? I drive to a lost our home pet rescue. And uh, Amy goes with me, and we have an intersection we go to that we're like, all right, let's see what crazy happens on this one. Dude was going into the jack-in-the-box on, I think it, I don't even know the streets, if it's university and priest, whatever, where I don't know where we're at. And uh, it's just gotten so habitual, I don't even know what roads I'm on. But there's a jack-in-the-box, and a guy was in a skirt, looked like a Grand Theft Auto. A man in a skirt that didn't go all the way down and thong underwear that was way off to the side. His butthole was just extraordinarily out because he was so thin balls you know strap on the side he's got lipstick on his face and he's walking down the side of the road and i'm like now where's the phone call to looney bin this dude clearly clearly exactly yep clearly he needs a call his freedoms are not being you know he's you got to call the police the police have to go over and go all right tell you guys are driving would somebody please call no we've got in the old days you would i would if there's no one to call i'm not gonna bother the cops call the cops and have him move his thong back over his butthole that's it not doing anything other than exposing himself. You got, you got people that want to cut their dicks off and walk around, and we have to go, that's totally normal. And, yep. and, and not, it's not all totally normal. Sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's not. Look, we see it every morning, several times a day, looking out this window, yes. walking down 57. Looney Bin, long coat that oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> yes. We need the long coat providers. We need the Burlington Long Coat Factory out driving around again. Like some sort of an old radio prize patrol team. You need those old bands. Yes, just around. rolling around. Just like, what's the phrase that pays? Ah, no, leeches! Put them in a long coat. 
I come from California yeah. to give you the that A's. I should have been in a long coat, and I just ran away. Now, that was back in the days where long coats used to apply. I come all the way from Los Angeles to give you the A's. I'm like, that guy should be in a long coat. And pants. He had no pants on. We got a, we got a long coat necessity and a lack of long coats. Put them in them. I'm tired of tired. Like it's it's it seemed like such a long kind of stretch of like, hey, uh, we're not doing this this often. You this know the problem with that crazy you know, is I can only imagine the nightmare of uh, the long coat crew then saying, oh, they gotten a problem, roughed up the suspect. Wow, they're picking know, on people and everybody's a victim. You got to wear cameras. But again, if we as a society stop being such pussies and said, well, you shouldn't have been screaming and yelling at the target. Why'd they have to take me down? Because you were acting like an asshole, and we long-coated you. Knock it off. Well, who are you to say? We all agree you're an asshole. That's why you're a meme. If you ever become a meme, you get two weeks in the long coat. How about that? If you do meme-like behavior, two weeks in a long coat. You break up with a girl, you're like, Ugh. your friend should be like, I don't like what Brett's talking about. <laughs> maybe we just killed her. Yes, maybe. Okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to make one phone call, long coat you for two weeks. We should all have one in our closet for when friends come over. <laughs> She's leaving, man. All right, sit down. Let me put you in the long coat. Zip. We'll talk about this, but we're going to talk about it with your arms strapped behind your back like Houdini. If you can get out of it, kudos, tip of the cap. But I don't think you're going to. Long coats. More of them. I'd volunteer for a long coat after a breakup. Again, I've been through. The, the, the divorce, I was normal. I, society would have never known that when I went home, I wanted to just cut people up. One person in particular. And it was every time i get a letter that said, here's how much your house is worth. Without commission, this is the check you're going to have to write to keep it. God damn it, i got to cut that guy's head off. This mother costing me a fortune. I don't want Celtic, Celtic season tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they mailing this to me? Hey, Johnny. Go see him. The Celtics coming to town. Got your tickets. Meanwhile, I'm going to f*** your wife. All right, thanks. You can do that all day. Can I have my house without paying? I had to buy my own house back. For myself. Because she needed money to go be with someone else. That doesn't make sense. They want to put me in a long coat thinking about it now. You got through it. You think normal thoughts are in my head when I say, God damn it, I'll kite up one more? That's not a normal guy thinking. That's long coat behavior. I mean, it's a great joke. But... Anyway, we have a long coat problem. We're not putting enough people in them. People are feeling way too free to just lose their minds in public. Where it used to be like, I mean, my dad would say, hey, quiet down there, you're going to get in a long coat. You start losing it, and that's part of being a member of society, is to keep it together in the weirdest times. We're going to sit and talk about banning guns, and that's where normal people, like you're saying, 99% of the problem, they don't have a problem. Well, 99% of gun owners don't do anything wrong, and they're yeah. the ones that are going to get punished, yep. too. So well, start putting these freak shows in long jackets and stuffing them in cars and driving them around going, this is what happens to you when you start acting like an asshole. You know, sit down for a couple of weeks, and it's not arresting you. You're going to be able to leave in 10 days, but just stay in the coat. We'll feed you some sauce. You'll be fine. Boss sauce? No, Brady, it's not a time to advertise. <laughs> That's for the giraffes. Right. People had some um, medicine in there or something. Oh, they'll med you up. Yeah, it didn't take much before to get you into a loony bin. Oh, well, free drugs? Man, our, our promotions department's going <laughs> to all be in long coats. Running up and yeah. down the street flipping out. Not the good stuff. Yeah. 
Long coats. That's what we got a problem with. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to admit it. We all got soft on lunatics. Started letting people do too much. I don't want to live in North Korea, but I also don't want to live in a place where, you know, we need a little North Korea now and again. That's a great t-shirt. Everybody needs a little North Korea now and again. We need uh, structure and organization. We're a society of nutballs. We can't just be, you know, we say freedom, but uh, there's a certain responsibility to that. And it's to make sure that you're not dancing all over everybody else's freedoms. That's the thing, infringing on someone else's freedoms. Nutbags. Does it seem like it's more here in the United States than I don't know. anywhere else? I'm not anywhere else. I don't know. It yeah, feels like Watch it news way, somewhere like... else. I bet you they feel like they're, you know, it's like having your favorite football team. You see all of its flaws. When you follow a, a team, you're like, oh, well, not you. You just That's all Brett sees is flaws. Yeah, but I like, mean, it's, it's nothing to me. When you're close to a team, you're like, oh, this guy does that. The offensive coordinator. So you're too close to it. You know all the ins and outs and inner workings, the mechanisms of your stuff. We know that about the United States. We know everything that goes on. Do I know Mexico? No, but I know they got a problem too. It's just not rich people or, or the you know the most important nation in the world. So when they're firing away at each other, nobody cares. It's not cartel. Yeah, it's not uh, the. They'll pre- say it's something else. Or- it's not warts on the pretty girl, and that's essentially what we are in the world is the the beautiful nation. So when we show scars or nastiness, the whole world stands up and goes, "What's going on over there?" You know. Mexico, Colombia, they got shootings and slaughterings. Africa, pfft, come on. Where would you rather live with shootings or there? Everybody knows where the answer is. Well, if so-and-so so, gets elected, right. I'm moving. I'm, right. and yeah, They never do. Shut the f*** up, lady. The long coat for that woman. Anybody says that gets a long coat, too. If that man gets in office, I'll leave. Half of Hollywood would be gone. Oh, good. It's less about picking the right politician to do what you think's right and more about telling on people who are acting goofy, putting them in coats. We should have a number like 911 for emergency. We'd have like well, what is it? 611 Van Halen for the album? Uh, 5150. Yeah, yeah, we should dial up 5150. We've got a crazy guy. All right, where's your crazy? I'm on 52nd Street McDowell's guy screaming about, I don't know, bees and planets and stuff. All right, we'll be down with long coat in a second. Find out what's going on. Long coat him. You can't do this to me. Anybody who says that deserves a long coat. What do you do? You can't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You're, you're losing your mind over the long coat. You know you deserve it. If I got, you know, somebody called and walking down the road, cops are like, we're going to put you in a long coat and have a couple words. Sure. Long coat me up for a second here. All right. Were you saying that you were going to cut someone's head off? Yes, I was. All right. We're going to keep you We're going to keep you down for a day or two. All right. That seems fair. You know what? I probably need this. A rational mind would go, this is a good idea. Because I have been saying some crazy to people lately, and I probably need to think about this. I'm going to miss a couple days of work. And then make that your mental health thing. That your work can't, you know, fire you for having two or three days in the coat. Aaron John's not going to make it in a couple days. Evidently was spouting off about chopping people's heads off again. They do it with rehab. Right, yeah. When you have a, this is just a, I'm going through a little thing. I'm going to have to check myself in for a day or two. They, like Betty Ford, she drank too much and started a clinic. They said, like the Charlie Sheen um, intrusive thoughts Duh. clinic. Winning clinic. <laughs> Tiger blood intrusive thoughts super clinics where just people walk around with their hands tied behind their back. And yeah, I, that was dumb. And you miss a couple of days of work and you come back and you go, right, and you'll never do it again because people are like, he's been in a Looney Tunes house. Everybody knows when a guy spent some time in a facility comes back, you don't look at him the same. So it would cause people to think twice about, you know, thinking they've got the rights to scream on an airplane. 
Anyway, this all stems from last night's craziness in Maine. And then you hear the worst part. It was like some kid's bowling event, like a youth bowling event. And God knows what's going to come out of that when you got that many victims. Brutal. So, and we had them. But again, if your name is on there, if you're sitting there eating your popcorn, Troy Hayden pops on TV and says, uh, eh, police are thinking that's this guy. It's John Holmberg. He's like, okay, I better pick up my phone and clear this up immediately. So when they say we're not sure, uh, the man in question or the uh, you know potential stuff. No, this is the dude. Like, we know it. Although they did that with poor Richard Jewell back in Atlanta. And they, yeah. they leaked his name out and ruined his life. And But they weren't sure. Hey, this one, you're pretty positive. They went and combed through his... All right, he's a firearms instructor. He's got all the guns. He was just in a nut house saying he's going to shoot stuff up. Mm, Should have kept our eyes on that guy. Then they're worried that they that he may have offed himself and they don't. Good. They won't be able. No, but they won't be able to find him, and they're all in shelter in place. Oh, because they're out in the wooded area. Hidden. They'll find. Yeah, him. Or he just, just keep just finds keep, a hideout. Off some. I'm sure it's probably what he did. Kicking the high grass. Well, he's probably not in Maine anymore. That's the scariest part. It's weird. I, you know, and that's the thing. It, 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 call it paranoia, whatever. I, when I go to Suns games, I look back at the H and H Ranch. Which is right there in the Palomar building. I have a high floor. You've seen it, the balcony. Yeah, it's not a balcony; it's just a window that opens. I mean, you look down from my apartment into when people are trying to go to a Suns game. It's sitting ducks, and I don't like being in those situations where you got high places and low places where people gather. And loonies out there thinking this is the easiest thing in the world. These are people's residences. There's nobody checking you in at the door with, you know, metal detectors. It's your house. You're free to have what you want. You get an eyeball down on that. So I always think that, and it's a paranoia that I never thought I'd want to have, but I have it. And I'm kind of happy I do. It's like, get out of this situation. You're in a high target zone. If something were to happen, where am I going? Right. And not only that, you're standing in that pile of people and there's a road right there. You know, somebody in a car could. I just like, I eh, stay out of these big piles of people. I don't like this. This is where, this is where nutbags want to do their work. Nutbags love groups, love them. So, yeah, starting the day like that. Sorry, everybody, but starting the day like that is. Good morning this morning. Yeah, good morning this morning. But that's what we're waking up to today. It's crap. So there you go. That's my take on that, and I feel terrible about it. And then worst part is, I had to laugh because. Again, radio does its job beautifully. <clears throat> I'm listening to uh, to the news because, you know, I wake up and try to find out what's going on, get the news on for a second, talking about all this shooting and stuff in Maine. And then I hear, uh, we'll be right back with more on this information in Maine. Uh, 16 dead, scores injured. We'll be right back. Come on down to the Dia de los Muertos Super Weekend. I'm oh, like, geez. oh, my God, the Day of the Dead sale. Oh, my God. Timing. Timing. We celebrate Dio de los Huertos. Oh, my God. This guy's screaming about a car party of the Day of the Dead. And I'm like, oh, no. Are we running that spot, too? Next one's $500 cremation. <laughs> right, yeah. Lost a loved one recently. Oh, no. Where's the, we have nice cars, uh, good deals, and uh, we don't need to celebrate the dead in order to sell you a vehicle. Uh, have a nice day. It's, it reminds me of when Kobe Bryant's helicopter went on the side of that hill and I had to do Caliendo's podcast. That's my favorite moment in, because uh, I've been there. 
When 9-11 happened and our boss calls, why are you running the commercials? I'm like, I don't know, Labor Day spots right now? It's the after Labor Day super sale. We're crashing and burning. and we- Oh, no, we can't run this. <laughs> don't miss them. Let's <laughs> run those spots. I'm not doing makeups. I'm like, oh, God. Hit the button to run commercials in the middle of 9-11. But I remember Kobe's helicopter went to the side of the mountain, and I was listening to, because uh, it was Super Bowl week. It had just started, and I was driving to Caliendo's house to do the podcast, and uh, the guys on there were like, man, we're supposed to be talking about the Super Bowl. And, just you know, Kobe's taking over, and this is terrible, terrible news. Uh, nothing good about this, and it's just all bad. And we're going to try to get back on track, but it's just all bad. And the co-host is like, yeah, man, it does seem that way. It's all bad. But not everything's bad because you can still save 15% on your insurance when you're so I'm like, oh, my God, he did the billboard. He still wow. did the he – still, he didn't that's know what a, to do. That's a professional right yes, there. Yes, sir. That was the dude who's sitting there going – Five minutes before the hour, the Geico sponsor. Get to read it. That tops a deep drive by Cassie. That Lowe. was the world completely. Uh, that and I and that was a, and I was like really like Jesus. And I'm not even like a super Kobe fan, but you don't root for people to croak. Yeah. And I was like, this is a terrible situation. What a terrible tragedy, Roberto Clemente style. Like this is just an awful thing. His daughter and the other people in there. But I can't say 15 percent of my insurance when I switch or bundle. I mean, that, <laughs> Right there on Elliot and the I-10, I just started laughing like, that's brutal. But I laughed for 20 minutes, and then they did it again this morning. We'll be right back with more terrible, terrible news about this shooting. Dia de los Muertos, car sale, everything must go. I'm in a pickle. Yeah, it wasn't him, but it's, it sure seemed a little too hyper about the dead to run it out of the first, uh, the first spot in the break. That's why we have Shane Orlando. In our first spot in the break. All right, everybody, just calm down. <laughs> he's, he's, nobody's, nobody's getting all fired up over Shane. He's great, though. Uh, anyway, 618, let's get a wake-up song and try to shake this off. And if you feel like you should be in a long coat, get in a long coat. Remember, uh, I did a long coat once when that one dude that was a listener of ours got trapped up in that Channel 10 online sting. Yeah. And then he gives me a call. Well, my neighbors called me and said, there's a bunch of stuff in your driveway. And I was out of town. They were like clothes laying all over the driveway. And I'm like, what? He decorated my driveway with the uh, stuff. He was going crazy because he was on the else? news. Well, he said, this dude was on the news. He had uh, been on a, a, a website that was uh, not, uh, well, it was underage. There were like 15-year-old people saying, uh, meet me at the mall. And he showed up. And you can't arrest him because he hadn't done anything. But they took pictures and they booked him and all that. So he's on the news. He was a center punch. We're like, we know that guy. And then it became a thing. And then, uh, you know, for a couple. So I get these messages from him. Uh, and I get a message uh, that says, you know, you've been a good person to me. I always appreciate this. And I'm like, oh, this is a goodbye. And I called the Looney Tune place. And I sent him over to his house. And what they do is a wellness check. Yeah. And uh, they went over there and they said, hey, he seems all right. I'm like, yeah, but he's saying this kind of stuff. Eh, we'll be all right. Then he calls me and says, thanks. Because it took all it took was getting a Looney Tunes guy at his door going, oh, you're acting a little bit goofy. Uh, you're right. you wear extra large. Uh, yeah, we yeah, got you. <laughs> <laughs> On a hanger. Which was a couple Don't weeks, worry about right? it. I just said sometimes I do costume changes. They didn't take him away. He ended up going away for a little bit. Yeah. Not for, but you just like to sit out. Because, I mean, his whole life just collapsed in like five minutes from something really stupid and weird. He was just a, we knew him through the show. He was just a listener in the show. Is he normal again? I, I don't know. But I've called Looney Tune people. 
Well, it was a Looney Tune moment. I can't imagine what that guy was going through on either end. He needed a Looney Tune time. You don't just let him drift off and go, well, he's just having a rough day. Oh, we're all having a rough day because he might go nuts. So, yeah, if you got somebody, you know, eh, we need the Looney, we need the 5150 hotline. I think Brady's right. Just dial her up. Give us that wake up song. Maybe something off of 5150. Uh, 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thank you very much, Alliance. Playing the, uh, was it a tapper room? The Yucca Tap Room? Yucca Tap Tappy Tappy Yucca Room? Yucca Tap Room. November 10th. Our friends who open up the show each and every morning with us are going to be over there. And Playdio's right around the corner. you got five days, I think, until we can start taking submissions for Playdio. Good Christ. We say it every year about this. I cannot believe how fast Playdio has shown up again. It's it's It lingers around. Just hangs around your house and, hey, by the way, it's November again. Can I stay? Oh, Jesus, you're back? <laughs> Playdio's here again. So off we go with Playdio once again. Uh, before we get into any of the other stuff, I do like the emails. I've got a couple emails from people like, really? You get... Uh, Lincoln Park Shadow of the Day and then shoot to thrill after your talk about like rock music leaves you very few options to have you know talk about loony bins and shooters and then try to keep on point. Now, all all rock guys sing about are how you know depressed or miserable something is or then start shooting at things. You can't help it. Like the next few songs we got coming up, are ballads all like, won't help. Look, Black Hole Sun is a mental catastrophe. Fine again by Seether, same thing. Sad but true, thoughtless. I mean, there's a bunch of, like, we would never be allowed to play a song if the themes were there. It's just nothing like, see, I'd rather have that than some happy message right after, like, the Dia de los Muertos super sale. <laughs> you don't want to celebrate the Day of the Dead sale at the car lot. It is. The, the, I didn't the, think yeah. anything of it. You know, yeah. like, you're just, you've just you heard that song so many times. Sure. Like, oh, okay. Is that what that is? Come down to the Dia de los Muertos super sale. The good thing it's not on Maine because it would be right there on Maine. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't say the word Maine. It's spelled different, but don't do it. Terrible. I wanted to focus on something even better. You know, the Diamondbacks in the World Series. The city's a buzz over that. You got uh, the Sun season got going the other night. They're playing again tonight against the Lakers. And I don't know if any Suns fans listening out there care to hear it, but uh, DeAndre Ayton played for the Portland Trailblazers last night in his opener. And uh, all of you listening right now, you scored four less points than he did. Ah! <laughs> we almost tied him. <laughs> 26 minutes, four points, 12 rebounds. So you're thinking to yourself, well, he's focused on defense. Got his boards. He's focused on defense now. He's up there playing defense, right? The guy he's guarding, Zubots. 
career, nine and nine point seven rebound guy. That's the dude Aiton had as his assignment last night. Last night, for the first time in Zubak's career, he scored twenty points. Uh, first time ever in his eight season career, finished the game with twenty points. Never done it. Uh, he scored <laughs> more than twenty points twelve times in his life, and that was a college and everything else. So there you go. Uh, it equals. Uh, it's pretty impressive. It's a pretty impressive statistic that DeAndre did last night, and makes me so happy that he's no longer here. DeAndre Dominaton up there putting up four. I'll tell you right now, I'm 51 years old. I've had four surgeries in the past two years, uh, correcting a very screwy skeleton. You give me 26 minutes on an NBA floor, I'll find four points. I'm making that happen. I know, I know, it sounds crazy, but if you gave me 26 minutes and one day, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire up. I'm getting four accidentally. Now I won't get 12 rebounds. I played against the Harlem Globetrotters and had questionable six. I had five really. My foot was on the line for the second three, but still. Unless you got Michael Irvin on your team, because well, he's going to take. And the I ball had five me. points in that game, and then I wasn't allowed to touch it anymore. Now, if I've got a teammate that won't let me have the ball, that's different. But you give me twenty-six minutes on an NBA floor, one game, I'll put four points on the board. I will tie DeAndre Ayton's mark. Now, twelve rebounds. I'm not seven feet tall. That's not my game. Uh, also, the guy I'm guarding is going to go off. He is going to go off. Well, that'd be like Ayton. That dude, yeah, it's no different. That dude will have a career night, just like the guy Ayton was guarding last night. But dominating. Yeah, I felt better about the Michael Irvin game. I had uh, two points and 20 assists. Yeah. <laughs> were they assists or were they... Uh... Well, it's a pass to Michael. Uh, is it... Ball dog. Were we actually passing it <laughs> to Michael you... or just stealing it from us? Because he took it directly out of my hands. It's still, they put it as an assist. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty impressive. So, Aiton did that last night and uh, let the guy he's guarding have... The best night of his career, too. So, goodbye. Strong opener. And then when you watch the Suns the other night, and Big Nurk standing under there, pulling rebounds down, throwing elbows, making people second-guess going to the middle, you're like, this is the team that we needed. We needed Nurk on the team two years ago. A guy like that just looking at uh, Antetokounmpo going, don't run in here. You're not running me over. You might get your points, but you're not running me over. I told you this this morning. I thought uh, I think it's pretty cool what the NBA's doing this year. That interleague uh, cup. It starts yeah. on the third. Yeah, they got little tournaments in in season tournaments. I'm not sure how it works yet. I got to. And see. they kind of took it from the uh, soccer leagues and. Yeah, I don't know how it works idea, though the with the schedule stuff. It starts on the third, and then there's like a round robin thing that kind of dwindles down to a title game. But uh, what happens to the other games? Like, does it everyone has to just coordinate wait? in the schedule? Of, yeah. yeah. But I mean, is there an elimination if you're just still playing? I don't get. You're not in the tournament anymore, and it's yeah, in Vegas. You're out of the like a championship in Vegas. I, yeah, it's weird. We'll see. It certainly is interesting. Like it's like five hundred thousand for each uh, for the winning team. Right. Each player gets. I think they should just drop cash at this thing for like the fans. Like, why do we celebrate? Oh, our team all got five hundred thousand more. <laughs> Good for them. Anyway, Aiton won't win that tournament. And if he does, he'll be mouthy. But dominating. Portland is going to hate him. And he is now becoming. And You'll I, see. Look, I would have been the GM that got fired for it. Because I'd have drafted him first, too. He is becoming one of the. Like, he's going to. Like, if this keeps up, one of the bigger busts as a number one pick in a long while. Now, this is a big thing. I think it's great. He don't care. He got paid. He did get paid. And that is a hefty contract that those folks up in Portland are carrying around. So congratulations, Portland. And thank you 
or Yusef Nurkic. Just standing under there, just shooting threes and banging around with big dude and just crushing people. He's a big man. I love it. But seeing Aiton's numbers last night, I got a bunch of emails from people just circling. Again, 26 minutes, Brady. I'm going to put, I'm giving you at least two points just because they're like, where'd he go? Like, who's the little dude out here? You'll find four points if I give you 26 minutes with your mentality of like, I've got 26 minutes to get four points. I can make that happen. I will run off the screen and hit a shot. I, I will get four points. I'm guaranteeing it. I'll never have the opportunity, so it's really... Mark my words. I'm good at this stuff. I can make things happen. 10-26-23, a.m. There we go. You give, you there give we me, go. Give me 26 You give me 26 minutes. minutes in an NBA game, I will give you four points, or I'll give you a million dollars. That's exactly right. Nobody's ever going to give me that chance. Now, if I end up, if like, the Suns go, hey, you want a roster spot? I'll give you 26 tonight. God damn it. I'm going to end up with two. I'm going to parlay myself right out of a million. So this one I will back out on. This is You my, can. You can mad dog it. No I'll problem. mad dog it's right easy. How about if I just walk around naked for an hour and a half? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, we were goofing on the stern mad dog thing yesterday a little bit. And then I actually heard a clip of it. We weren't too far off. And this was so. This is the laziest Stern's ever been. Like I, I honestly think Howard Stern's the greatest interviewer I've ever heard in my life, and I'm. There's no doubt about it. And what he did to Revolution, I just be unafraid. You don't have to like him, but be, man, this is not the same dude. When he was telling him, you know, people will forgive you tomorrow. It, go out, get in, get in your little outfit, walk around uh, Times Square with a sign that says "I'm a douche," and everyone will forget about it. And Mad Duck's like, yep, I believe that's a better option. It wasn't an option. You gave yourself the option. It's not like somebody forced this on you. I think that's probably better. I'll, I'll go with that. No, go with the fr- No. And you get out there, you know, give Mike Francis a hand job. They, they debated whether or not they, they had the right to redeem him. And I think Howard's lost in the idea that, yeah, I'll fix this. Don't worry about it, Mad Duck. I'll fix this. You'll be fine. It's money. Yeah, I guess that's it. Oh, it is. Stern was his, his escape from yeah. his nightmare that he created himself. Yes, very true. But he used to be like, at least his ideas were like, oh my God, that's great. Hilarious. Like in the old days, he would have made him do a hand job. And he made jokes like, you know, I should probably make you, you know, you know, try to put your own penis in your mouth out there in Times Square. But we can't do that. So wear a bikini. That's very like, uh, I don't know, it's almost something John Jay and Rich would do. Yeah. You know, like we'll put him in a bikini. It's like a fantasy football, uh, you're the last person, yeah, last place. It's like a bad, you know, like funny bet between Mormon neighbors. You have to walk around in a bikini that says I'm a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you walk all over Spectrum neighborhood, and then people are like, oh, there he comes. <laughs> it's not like people just like move, Mad Dog, <laughs> walking around Times Square. He's going to blend in with all the other Looney yeah. Tunes down there. Now, he should have retired. And I had my thing with the, you know, I'm backing it up, and it was hard. Yesterday, I broke out all my Cub stuff at the house, and Troy Hayden from Channel 10 came over, and he's like, I want to do a story about you for, like, what you're doing here, giving up all your Cub stuff. So I had a lot of my stuff in boxes that are, now they're just out and laying all over my flags and my... You look like a hoarder. Oh, it was bad. There's a lot of stuff. So I had it out, and Troy Troy comes by, and he's by himself. He goes, come by and do a little story. I'm like, okay. If you want to. So I was 
going to do this anyway. So I took some stuff off the walls and then I left the one wall of Cubs stuff. My Ernie Banks uh, signed. Oh, God, that's going to be a tough one. And Troy shows up and pulls up at the house and walks up. I'm like, hey, Troy, what's going on? And he gives me a mic and I put it on and I'm like, and Troy takes his phone out. Films Isn't it amazing? Like, that's what they do now? This yeah. Is like, this is what a robbery. Troy, Troy Hayden is a local love and it's just a newsman. wouldn't know the difference. No. He's a beloved newsman. And guess who filmed Troy's parts? This guy right here. Are you serious? Yeah. So you just handed the he iPhone the back phone. and forth? It's like, like, oh, it's, it's amazing. It's, a, it's mic'd up. I mean, yeah, it's, we did a walkthrough where I just, I, I, the camera work at the end is me. When he's like, ah, the one thing John's going to have the most trouble parting with is this Ernie Banks. And we do a walk. I follow. I do the close-up of the thing. I'm like, I think I'm good at this. It's so cool. Uh, it isn't cool. It said, no, he's a professional. He's a goddamn anchorman. He needs a camera crew. <laughs> yeah, on that part, yeah. I understand. I mean, if, I imagine if it was you, and they're like, oh, you're Brady from KUPD. Yeah, let me just unpack my wares. <laughs> you got a phone and a mic. <laughs> Is there anybody here to help you? No, I'm a self-contained uh, super unit of... I'm a tool. <laughs> I, was, I was a little disappointed that... He goes, and he even said it, and it was, I think he was lying. He even said, eh, I was going to bring a camera crew over, figured I'd do it this way. I'm like, you don't have camera crews anymore. They have like two guys they hire. You're, you do all this yourself now. Right. He sets up a tripod sometimes. Yeah. You know, the, uh, it's impressive. That giraffe jam is a week uh, next week. Yeah. And he'll cover that, and I—that's the first time I saw it too. He'll set up the tripod and hit it, mic'd yeah. up. Yeah, he just had the lavalier. Can't mic tell the difference. Put it on my shirt, and I did my part. And he's asking me some questions, and and he keeps doing this thing because I I have a habit of looking right at the camera, and he keeps doing that. Look at me, look at me. So I'm looking at him, and I'm just like my eyes will sneak over the yeah. camera. So it's going to be one of those interviews where the guy just goes, "Hi hey, everybody," for a few seconds. And then, but then I'm talking to Troy. And I think it was fine. And then he just hands me the phone. Like, I like. Does he do that to people he interviews on the street? Sorry about your daughter being run over here. Film my parts. He was doing that in the when he was doing uh, pieces down in the zone, handing it to the people. Yeah, here the you go. out of the tent. <laughs> right here. I need to get my life in Just hold it. I got to service the queen bee. Just hold the phone and <laughs> aim it at me. Shut up for a second. What's your no, name? No, they bring the crew down for that. I'm Garbell from the planet Belmac. Hold my phone and film my parts. <laughs> get you, man. <laughs> so you didn't even get a film crew? No. Oh, man. I got Troy Hayden, which he, I like Troy. He's a oh, great, he's great guy. guy yeah. I, li- I think, think the world of Troy, but <laughs> which is kind of weird. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm filming you. What, what's going on here? I'm, you know. Hopefully the editing works out and everything. I'll say, oh, I'll say can it. Yeah, that's fine. Program can director. It. Can it. We're not running this. Yeah. That's supposed to run tomorrow. Who filmed this? What right at the end? <laughs> then I was worried because after he left, I'm like, did I hit? Did I hit record? Am I? Did he just do that for nothing? I'm pretty sure I recorded that. He would have come back. I think either that or he didn't care. I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Eh, stinks, right? Whatever. So yeah, it was weird. He was at the house until it's 15 minutes max, and the first part. At the end, when I'm supposed to do the film, and he starts going, and he starts doing the, doing the whole thing, and I'm like, "Oh, I haven't hit record." He goes, "No, we're just doing a walkthrough." I'm like, "Oh, man, what am I supposed to be?" He's laying it out. I don't I know what's going on. Just, okay, you're on. Like we're TikTok brothers. It was all that felt like we were doing a TikTok. We were the Diamilos. Now I just need to get some uh, footage of Megan. Uh, I don't need you on this. <laughs> and yeah, uh, spread eagle shots of your wife. I'm like, hey, you're just what are you doing? This isn't for the news. <laughs> You should know. Like, you should. Why do I have to have my pants off for all this, Troy? Just do it. Just as we handle news this way now. It could turn out great. Where's the? I need a witness for. We this. don't wear pants when we yeah. do the news. <laughs> of course not. Let me take my pants off real quick. 
Why are we pantsless? It's just news. Just it's the way it works. I think somebody else is supposed to be here. But it was, yeah, it was like just Troy and I hanging out at the house and filming stuff at my place. Man, I didn't realize how much stuff I had. I found a toaster. A Cubs a toaster. A Cubby toaster? <laughs> toast the word Cubs into the side of your toast. I forgot I had that. Like, oh, I've never used it. It's dusty. Like, I got a Cubs toaster. I might bid on that. All right, we'll put them up. Man, and some of my, and the clothes are just brutal. Like, some of them I worked out in. Like, you don't want this. I'm going to just, I might keep a few things just for sentimental reasons of what used to be. But I'll box it up and put it in a corner. Trip was even talking about bidding yesterday, too. Went, I've got a, uh, yeah, there's He's a eyeballing a couple of stuff mm-hmm. already. There's a cool old sign I've got that, like, it's a big old metal sign. A friend of mine gave it to me. He wants it back. And there's a dilemma. He gave it to me because he bought it at an uh, antiques thing. And he, he's like, you getting rid of that? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I got dibs on that. I'm like, eh, well, I don't know how this works. Because in a way, like, he just give it back to you because then it was just a loan. Well, tell him to yeah. kick into the charity. That's at what least. I said. Yeah, he'll have to pay for it. A bid, bid on it. I mean, it would be nice of me to do that, but it's nicer to give to the charity because this is a, this is a big ticket item. This is a neat thing, really neat thing. I got some cool stuff for that Cubby thing. Some Cubs fans are gonna make some serious hay. Megan was crying. I can't believe you're doing this. Yeah, and just, you're just a Cub guy. It's just <laughs> like, well, I'm not even. I'm, I've been mad at the Cubs for a few years. Not because they're bad. Because just don't like them right. I don't have the love anymore. You have to recognize I've lost my love for them because of the way their new owners have treated the fans. And it doesn't look like it's going to get better. Uh, maybe. I just kind of, um, you know, I, I think I loved them more because of what they were with Harry Carey, Jack Brickhouse as I was a kid. The announcers were fun. It was a beer smell. The magic is gone. The magic's gone. There's, there's, and I don't like Chicago anymore. Like I have no interest in going back to Chicago. It's a dump. It's a shooting gallery. Uh, like I don't want to be. Like the last few times I've been to Chicago, I'm like I hate it here. It's got some neat stuff. There's no question. Like sure. Chicago's got the Wrigley Field is where I go, and that that can't be replaced. I like it for a weekend every once in a while. Yeah, but even then, it's like ugh. Oh, my friends who live there, his wife's been beaten up twice. Just walking down the road, mugs, pursed, just into Miracle Mile. Like it's just, and people who move, like our buddy Marcus is up there. He'll be fine. But it's just, it's expensive. It's like crowded with, it's just, it's becoming kind of Philadelphia. You got family back there. Yeah. So, I mean, Pop, I still back go back. There. So, you go back, but cold, bugs in the summer. I don't know. Go back there. Humid. I like it here. And the Cubs have pissed me off. So i got to get rid of all that. But Troy Hayden is a self-contained mobile broadcast unit. Just a cell phone. You can have your own Channel 10 if you want. You just have a phone and a microphone. I'm not even going to worry. He plugged it in. That was kind of neat, too. He just plugged it into his phone. A wire. Yeah. Got like an iPhone 3 or something. And just plugged it in and made a microphone out of it. It's pretty great. And then Troy left. <laughs> all right. See you. Like, bye. Did anything happen, or did you just come over? I think you're going to steal from me. He's casing the joint. He's casing the place. (laughs) It was weird, but yeah. And then Troy talked about how he misses living with people. Because he lives like a million miles away now. He's like, I miss this this neighborhood in this area. Like, yeah, well, that's because you moved out to Wiki Wiki something or other. (laughs) You live in Wiki Wiki world. Yeah, I got 400 miles away. He's... Miles and miles west of the Cardinal Stadium. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Yep. 
Tonopah. No thanks. I think they're around there. I think that's yep. what's called. Zoo Lady Magic. The, 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 all right, I'll live out there. <laughs> Is that where the, yeah, all right, I got to If that's out there, I'll be out there. Troy's a good dude. We like him. Uh, and then Brady had his winter, or is that winter? His uh, was fall, fall festival. festival. Your fall annual, oh, the right. annual recap of Brady's incredible fall festival. And you said that somebody shouted me out for you, no. Yeah, there's a um, a guy that DJs it every year. Gosh darn, I'm <laughs> blanking his name. But he was in a uh, cool like chicken outfit this year. What? And uh, what the. Yeah, there's a lot of dressing up. Explain. Oh, for Halloween? Yeah. Oh, oh, you guys do Fall that. Wait. They still dress up. But it's pre-Halloween. It's not Halloween. Yeah. But you Because you're all afraid you'll awaken the devil and his demons. They call it Fall Festival, but kids are getting candy. They're in costumes. And they're going to do it again on Tuesday. And I got a call at... Uh, Grifters. About three in the afternoon. Uh, from my neighbor down the street. I forgot to ask you. You want to judge? Can you help me? You I really need you happening. to judge. <laughs> They you know. knew it. They Come on. Every year you are They were listening. They, uh-huh. No, they weren't. No. Every year you're on the list as the judge, and they're like, he'll do it. Don't worry about it. Have you contacted him? Dude, Doesn't he's matter. coming, and he's <laughs> judging. Don't, we don't even have to. Don't waste my time. I can call him five minutes yeah. before. <laughs> we can call him while he shows up. We're, you're judging, right? Well, I didn't have it planned on my agenda. You're judging. Okay. You judge. So you judge the pie. I judge the pie eating contest. <laughs> Shocking. The pie contest. Baking. Shocking. No, pie eating. You don't bake it to not yeah. eat it. So it's the pie eating contest. Go ahead. With, uh, there's two other judges. How many pies? And were you all uh, You know, good shaped? this year, nine. Only nine, nine pies. Only? That Only. seems heavy. I had uh, nine maybe 15 pies. or 16. Wow. <laughs> and you take a bite from each one. Oh. oh my God, Brady! Oh, you trust you trust food too much. These people might hate you. Every year you're the same judge. This one of these neighbors, like, there's that prick. You, you hang out with me. I'm brand liability. You there's, don't know. There's one lady that uh, oh. dominates the pie baking. Yeah, because of the. I mean, she's an hair. artist, and she specifically asks for me. I don't want any of these other. People in the she wants you to want judge. that guy to do it. Yeah, he knows Gilbert pie. Mormon. That of course, he's good at baking. She's squirting in it. She's putting ah. feces in it. If she's got her eye on a judge, well, she's getting it back every year. It's delicious. Oh, but she got third God. place this year. Oh well, <laughs> not enough. Oh come on, not enough of her husband's <laughs> in this stuff. I need I don't a little know. more of a it sample. Missing, it was missing like it wasn't as salty as it was in the. Time. What is this one? It's a <laughs> yeah. It's a sisu rhubarb. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it smells like salt. That's a clever name. What one sucked the most? I know you don't like doing this, but somebody sucked the most. Who came in last? Say it. Which one? It was a blueberry crisp. Ugh. What was wrong with it? It just didn't have much flavor. I Looked have, good. I wouldn't have eaten it because I don't like blueberries. And then the, the there's two people that did um, key lime pies, Yeah, but they weren't set up. It, it, it well, they crumbled. To be, they, they got scooped. It was too it. runny. Yeah. Did you even take a bite? Or just look at it and go, don't waste my time. Shut it down. <laughs> what have you done here? You've made soups. Key lime soup is not appetizing. You have some croutons in that. It's disgusting. So, They're pressed for time, probably. Then don't enter. I know. Why are we pressed for time? You knew you were in a contest. Busy. Dumb I'll say it. I would have walked through. You need me? I said this last year. I'll come by and judge. You're too nice. What's this? It's a key lime pie. 
Why is it in a bowl? It's key lime ice cream. Next. You're not even going to try it? It's got to be a full pie. Can't be mush. I'm not a dog. Next. The one key lime. Stars. Was, uh, third place was uh, the frog lime pie. What's that? It looked like um, it looked like a frog lime pie. I don't, I don't know what that know. is. What's frog lime pie? Um, I didn't know either. It was a, basically like a key lime with a different kind of uh, lime uh, topping on it, like a cream topping, whipped cream topping, mm. but it was green <laughs> and then phyllo crust. What is phyllo crust? It's like the del- delicate uh, pastry. Oh, man. These I mean, ladies they worked need- on it. It was hard. I'll tell you right now, every woman in that neighborhood needs to get absolutely D. railed by some big D because this is two 1950s housewife for me. I've got to win the pie cooking contest. And you got a shout out last night. What do you say? And we're leaving yeah. and uh, get someone like, hey, Brady Bogan from 98 KUP is leaving. Why don't you invite John next year, <laughs> yeah, Brady? we got to get him out of here. I would love to give me the mic at that. Any listeners out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this KUPD nonsense? We have a celebrity amongst us and I've never heard of him. You should grab that I'm like, mic. Next year, he's coming, and he's gonna probably f- your wives. <laughs> wow, you got a lot of time in your hands, Betty. I made it with a phyllo crust with my delicate hands. I haven't been properly f- in years. <laughs> That's just she sat at home to win a like a. It's basically a rain retention pie cooking contest. Because that's where you hold it. And, and what's ra- first place? Rain retention. What's the prizes oh yeah, what do you get? Car wash. You get a uh, a property ten dollar gift certificate to uh, one of the uh, soda companies that they have. You that know, sounds they, miserable. It's a big. Awful. It's a spent all day. With and th- what she soda re- rush. What she really or, wants is a guy to pull her hair. That's really all that's going on. You enter nineteen fifties baking you contest. Get a giant trophy. She's just. It's she's playing the role. Oh, she's, it's pride. Every time, and it's rare, but every time she sees a black guy in Gilbert, she thinks to herself, Oh, my God. Buku. What would it be like? Honey, put the sheet over your body. It's time for missionary. Oh, careful with the sheet. (laughs) Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a break in between her seeing that guy and then putting the sheet over her body. But they put the sheet over her. It's time for missionary. Did you make a pie for the contest? That's a good little woman. I made a pie for a contest this weekend. My life's fairly miserable. There's a couple, I mean, the one guy dressed as uh, Ted Lasso, spot on. Yeah. It, there's a ton of Ted Lassos good... in your neighborhood, and they're not dressed up. <laughs> they're just Ted Lasso. Th- th- that's their risque idol, Ted Lasso. I can't even imagine, like, knowing a woman who... I'm in a pie baking contest. I'm like, well, we don't have anything in common. Well, how do you know that? Because of the last thing you just said. There's <laughs> nothing about you and me that are going to get along very well. Because that's just crazy. You have to be, like, I picture you have to be like 80 to want to do that. And they're not. No, they're in, they're young women. Yeah. Just not getting their hair pulled. That's all this is. 40 going on 80. Yeah, though. 40 going on 80. and Maybe even 30 going on 80. Just, they, just what they need the is. The one crafted an inside-out Dutch apple pie. So it looked like a... The crust, it was, looked like a cinnamon roll apple pie. So the crust was kind of like on top and over and curled around. Why like are you hard right now? Yeah, it was delicious. Is that the winner? Who won? That was second. Who won? The cherry um, 
cherry cream pie. You didn't care. You just picked one at the end. You had so the much. other two judges. You were so happy. They went for that. I'm like, man, these are pieces of art here. How dude. long did you him and haul over the judge thing? Two hours. Yeah, I don't think so. No. I think it was like maybe it was two, two, two. Whatever. No, you know we what? take it serious. This is a tight contest. I'm going to need another pass through. <laughs> but people want to try these pies. Yeah. Not yeah. yet. No. I got to get my nibbles in. We got to determine a winner. And who gets a free soda? Gilbert sounds miserable. There you now. go, with a Pepsi free. Brett, you're coming out next. No, year. that sounds. It does sound awful, doesn't it? It sounds like everything you never want to be. If part John of. goes, I'll go. I'll go. All but right, then I'll go. Brady doesn't want me there. There's no, and he, he'd be right. You want to judge the pies? Oh, yes. I'll judge the pies because it's the first time they'll ever hear. Ugh, you blueberry can do the costume co- contest. Yeah, I'm not eating that. <laughs> next one. Why? I don't like blueberries, ladies. Should have known the judges. Move on. <laughs> and the winner is Mrs. Costco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest with you. All your pies were. <laughs> Congratulations, Marie Callender. Hell, Philo is. I only know that from any which way but loose. Fado Beto. Yeah, I don't. Uh, too delicate. You're weird. You need your hair pulled. You're out. So next, blueberries. Uh, like two percent of the population wants that. <laughs> off. You're out. There's a great Willy Wonka and Violet. Regard it adults up as a blueberry. Oh, she was the big blueberry after she licked teams, the wallpaper. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, I'll come out next year, but I'll do your pie judging contest. And I would look her right in the eyes while I'm eating her apple pie, going, What's this? What's this? They're story? not around. What's the story with you? Why, what do you mean? Why, so lonely you bake pies for the <laughs> you neighbors. You need your hair pulled. You need your hair pulled something for your stomach. I'll ask. I'll require that. They the, do. The, trust the me. The bakers they, have to be around the table. You got to sit and just eyeball you. Like a porn. I'm just going to put it in my mouth and stare it right in your eyes. Mm, it's good apple pie. <laughs> so you got kind of time to do a pie contest, huh? Wouldn't you rather spend your day just getting your hair pulled? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. What do you got to say about that? Wetty, wetty. <laughs> oh, I see. Two Life Crew fan. I just want to, I want to give you my pie. I know you do. This is all a metaphor, lady. I know what's going on here. Handing out pies to the neighbors. I, we all get it. Would you like to bite? Would you like to bite my pie, neighbor? I would. Good job to the fellow judges, uh, Matt Dillard and Chad Merrill. Yeah, good judging. Yeah, they did a good job. <laughs> Brett, you kill yourself. Someone give me a rope. Anyone in my neighborhood, so we're having a pie cooking contest. I mean, everyone in the neighborhood, like, Johnny, ought to come down and check it out. <laughs> down, eat the pies, and neighbors cook for everybody. How many? How many entries were there? Nine. Jesus Christ! Yeah. There's nobody yeah, they, in that neighborhood with anything to do. He said it's a short what year. Mean, that's that's life. Fifteen, Nine. From, Fifteen from last year. Are you serious? It's a couple hundred people it's down there. Such a massive Holy psychological metaphor. There were um, spreading pies all over the neighborhood. At least twenty crockpots. Of chili and did you do you the a chili, chili contest too? too? No, <laughs> you seem like I did that one year. Can't do it. You can't. Couldn't get through it. Just too much. Yeah. Too sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy. How many people show up for this? <laughs> There's a couple hundred people. Yeah, though. they fill a water retention storm drain basin and then they just cook it for each other and then the wives just go bite my pie, eat my pie, <laughs> eat my pie, judge my pie, judge my pie. I haven't had chili? a good... How about some chili? Nobody's eaten my pie in a long time. Eat and my they pie. And glizzies this year. I want know. these three men to eat my pie. Glizzies, nachos, and, uh, and uh, chili. 
contest? No. Oh, just, just uh, spread all over the place. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> all right, enjoy your... Sounds like a lovely neighborhood full of people that won't leave each other alone. Does it? Judge my pie, Brad. Come over and judge my pie. I had to go to the neighbor's house and judge a pie. <laughs> and mm. each one of those, well, I don't know about every one of them, but down in that area, that Morrison Ranch area, there's a, yeah. they all have a yeah. fall fest. Even you. I could go on a week circuit. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> the official judge. Even you turn the lady on when you look at her and go, your pie's all wet and runny. Uh, uh, what else don't you like about it? It needs some work on the edges. It's a little dry. It's a little dry. <laughs> Oh, God, judge my pie. Okay. I took a bite of the top of it. Oh, did you nibble on the top? Yeah, there's like little bumps on the top. Oh. Oh, God. Oops, I took the cherry. There's a little red hot in it. You have to find it. I can't find the red hot. I've licked all of your pie and I can't find it. Search, search for the red hot. This lady's got a good pie. It's a Brady's pie eating contest last night. Desperate housewife style. It's great. You don't even see it. You just see it as wholesome. What I wholesome see. Wholesome goodness. It isn't wholesome goodness. For you it is. You get a you get to win. But it's nine ladies. It's that a cutthroat competition. Just aren't getting what they should be getting at home. Entering a pie contest in your thirties. I'm entering. You you haven't been entered, that's why. I'm coming. It's getting a little serious now because this is the first time the table was guarded. By who? Like no one touched from you. You just noticed that. (laughs) Wait, the cops or something? (laughs) Good use of uh, local resources. They're going to have some police officers guard the table from Brady. Like guarding it. No one else was going to storm the pie. One more round, though. We had a problem last year with a bunch of people storming the table. Well, one guy named Brady was just crashing into the table every few seconds. We're going to judge those pies again. I think I made a mistake. Hilarious. A Rico Blaze is guarding the table. Uh, these ladies. Oh, we did music. Uh, where my music? Hey, how'd you do that? <laughs> all right, ladies, it's time to judge these pies all up in this bitch. I've been keeping the people away from your pies for a long time because Rico gets first licks. Oh. Thanks for watching the table, Rico. Got to watch that table. These ladies' pies are in danger of getting licked up. Oh. That's what I'm saying, baby. I'm going to take a bite of your pie now, Mrs. Jones. Why are you turning it over? Because I like to lick it from behind first. You got to check all the egress and ingresses when you are investigating the pie situation. Mm, what you got for me right here? <laughs> this is a... Blackberry. Oh, I know all about feeding a woman a blackberry, baby. Mmm. Now, my little friend right here, the round mound of taste, is going to take a shot at it. This one tastes like blackberry. That's because of blackberry. Get away from me, you little weirdo, you sea blocker. <laughs> all right, I like what I'm seeing. Ooh, who made the cherry pie? Ah, uh, uh, that's me, Mr. Black. Please. Oh. <laughs> I like a woman's cherry pie. <laughs> He gets it. Tell me, when's the first cherry pie you fed to a man? I was 19. All right. Rico gonna eat your cherry pie now, baby. Ooh, this one tastes funny in my mouth like it's brand new out the box. I swear I made it at home. It's mine. 
You remind me of Shaft. He's dead, baby. Let's not talk about him right now. <laughs> you talking damn. about John Shaft? Such a mouth. <laughs> All Rico plays keeping Brady, back away. Security's on this pie. One man at a time. Come on, Rico. Can we both eat the pie at the same time? Oh, this freaky little freak right here. <laughs> you want to get that side and I'll get this side? Mr. Blaze, I'd like to make you a private pie at home, if you don't mind. All right, I would, but you're too in shape. You're one of them Gilbert moms. I like a big fat one. I need to be judging pie contests in Mesa or Chandler or something. Bitches are a little bit thicker than these skinny-ass broads out here. Y'all keeping it together too much. Like a bunch of skeletons on Halloween making pies. You need to eat all these pies yourself, skinny bitch. (laughs) One thing about a pie contest... I can tell you who makes the best pies by the biggest thighs. That's what I'll say. She gets the fat thighs. That woman eats her own pie. That's a lady I like who will eat another lady's pie. We go blaze on guard. Gilbert, storm retention ditch pie eating contest. <laughs> I made a pie for you. Oh, I, I don't know if that's appropriate. It's a warm yogurt pie. I haven't made it yet. It's still in the tube. Mm. You want to be frosty, girl? You don't really frost a pie. Oh, I frost a pie, baby. It's raining. I don't think it's raining. Oh, it's awfully humid from your waist down, girl. Oh, my God. If my husband sees me talking to you, Mr. Black... Please. He'll be so mad. All right, Regal Blaze has decided he's going to go with the blue ribbon right here. The pie most like to spackle off these bitches. <laughs> Belongs to this little lady right here. What's your name? Brady, I'm a man. You know this one likes pie. You're about the right size for Regal Blaze. I thought you was a girl. You look like the type of bitches I like. Big calves. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> How did you have that ready so fast? <laughs> Always ready for a Rico Blaze. Yeah, it's a utility up. belt. You had security at the pie eating contest. That's ridiculous. That's for you. You know that's for you. Such a metaphor. Lonely housewives serving their pies to the neighbors. Please. Please. It's a Gilbert tradition. It's going on today, too, by the way. There's a... Neighbor handing a, her pie over to another neighbor right now. Oh, yeah. Door to door, they go. That's why they all know each other. Basic swingers community. Weirdos. I like what's going on over in Silverleaf even more. There's a HOA problem. And I got to go over to this neighborhood because the smell has to be ridiculous. They're trying to pull all the sisu trees. This was in the UK <laughs> news. They have thousands of sisu trees. Did you see this? No. They're suing. Like the neighborhood's suing because they're like they're invasive and their roots are bad. And they're like, no, w- w- let's say what it really is. The whole neighborhood smells like a giant <laughs> factory. <laughs> sisu trees are known as, you know, ejaculate trees. We walk by, you know, oh, sisu. Smells like a male hooker's underwear. They stink. Our kids are being brainwashed. And Silverleaf, yeah. And every, and all the girls are just tongues out walking around. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? It's a, uh, usually the smell of companies like a, the shot. Ah. So they're walking up and down the roads and, 
Every, nobody will talk about why, but they're saying the root systems are bad. And the neighbor's like, don't cut down our sisu trees. They make my wife crazy. So they're suing. Evidently, there's like a, we moved here because of these. One guy screaming out. We moved here because of the. What kind of neighborhood is that? Uh, when I read it, I just hear him go, just, these things are just amazing. I just love what they do to the neighborhood. We wouldn't live here without them. So they're trying to pull all the sisu trees. And I'm laughing because I'm looking. It's in the it's in the UK news. Arizona neighborhood tries to pull hundreds of trees because of invasive root system. That's not why. Because it smells like an invasive root. Sisu trees. I, There's I, been that deba- debate in our neighborhood. It's a combo to pull the sisus. Not to pull them, but they've planted too many trees because winter grass in mm. the Bermuda. You know, you get too much Your shade. Will kill shade. it. Yeah. yeah, makes it look terrible. Yeah, yeah. The sisus are, yeah, that's fine when you've got like a, a aesthetic issue. This is just because they say the roots are bad. No, they're not. We know what's going on. Your whole neighborhood smells like a giant <laughs> ball. It smells like Pornhub after. <laughs> anyway, who's here to mop up? The girl's leaving. Her face smells like a sisu tree. <laughs> and it's and sisu trees, like sometimes your own blend doesn't have like a, it's there. You don't want, you know. You know it's there, but sisu trees are always like you know what it you is. know what yeah. it is immediately. Like it's oh geez, I've had that batch before. <laughs> you smell that. It's like ah, every guy's like ah, I know what that is, and I can't imagine. So I got to go up to Silverleaf and just walk around and giggle and just look for the girls that are, look like they're out there trying to catch snowflakes. Uh, what's happening? Just I get this smell in the air and I just open my mouth and walk around. Uh... <laughs> Not in my eyes. What? Why did you say that? I don't know. Some in the air is making me say weird things. They all have goggles on. <laughs> Just, uh, not my hair. Uh, quit it, honey. What's happening? <laughs> Roll your window up, goddammit. Quit spitting, for Christ's <laughs> sake. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> we have a spitting problem <laughs> in our neighborhood. <laughs> I need a towel. No, you don't. What is going on? I don't know. I'm having a sensory overload. Uh, sensory overload. What are you choking on? I don't know. The roots. We can't drive down this road. The roots. There's an invasive root issue. <laughs> I'm suing everyone. We're getting rid of these trees. They're killing my wife with some sort of weird allergy. Uh, what you talking about, Quit it? What are you doing? You're giving the air a hand job. I can't. I don't know what's going on, honey. It just smells like... <laughs> Put your hands in your pockets for... Uh, quit it. All right, we're not taking walks anymore. You're acting crazy. Put your shirt up. What is going on? They used to be a half-hour walk. Yeah. Now they're Let me hours. handle the oh, sisu tree issue, back. ladies. Ah, those aren't sisu trees. Those are elm trees. What you smell is protection from Rico Blaze. I've been in the neighborhood for a little while, and I left my scent. Those is called Rico Blaze pheromones. And I can make a pheromone. I can make a hormone. I can make your wife moan. I can make them all. God damn. Protecting and serving that ass. I'm just a bad Ooh, I got the lumber. You got the jack, baby. All right. I got to go. <laughs> the Sisu tree dilemma up there in Silverleaf. And Silverleaf is a beautiful neighborhood. It's gorgeous up there. But it's, it's evidently it smells like <laughs> and the wives are walking around catch it. Uh, hey, hi, Tammy. Uh, hi, guys. Quit spitting on the sidewalk. No, we're going to put up signs. All of our wives are out there spitting. So's that weird guy, George, over there. He's doing, uh, hi, guys. Uh, 
How's your crypto? My wife says, hey. Here's the boyfriend, Pat. <laughs> Doesn't the air smell great today? <laughs> we don't smell with our mouths, George. Close it. <laughs> this is a tree dilemma. I laughed so hard. I said, even like, it was like the UK knew. A dilemma in Arizona. They're trying to pull out invasive-fruited sissy trees. We all know where that is, don't we? The whole neighborhood smells like ejaculate. Yeah, it's great, but I got to drive. I don't know where that is, but I saw it on daily UK news. Somebody sent it to me, and I'm like, that's weird. We haven't talked about it here at all. But the UK picked up on the HOA getting sued because the sisu tree dilemma. It's wrecking our garage and our driveways. And my wife keeps licking the sidewalks. I, it's terrible. She's rubbing her boobs all the time. Something's going on. These trees are like the ones from Wizard of Oz. They, just, they talk to you. What's she doing out there? She's rubbing up against that tree. It's like those uh, hollow... The uh, Halloween decoration, the witches in the straddling the trees. The <laughs> right, they fly into it's all it. women. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's this. I gotta have it. Uh, feed me, tree. Feed me. My wife loves these trees, but can't get rid of them. Looks like it's up near DC Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Silverleaf is yeah. gorgeous. Beautiful golf course too. That's one of the prettiest golf courses in Arizona. I love that place. It's difficult. They run their. It's nice. Their greens run like. Pool tables, but uh, it's seven twenty six. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. It is uh, now time to hit them trails and make sure that bike is up and running and properly. Make sure you take it on over to Action Ride Shop. Get your full bike tune up and uh, save yourself ten bucks when you mention KUPD. Plus, I got tons of bikes on sale. <laughs> uh, also. Wintertime is coming. I know it seems like a long ways away, but uh, wintertime is right around the corner. So now is the time to get those boards and those uh, skis ready to go and get all the winter gear that is arriving daily at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com or go visit the guys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Go ahead. You're holding guy, off. Guy, guy emailed in and said, I just picture Brady at the pie eating contest with the one neighbor lady that hates him. What's this one? Raspberry. <laughs> Tastes like pennies. <laughs> Choke it down, dickhead. Choke it down. Look. I call it red wing pie. Oh, you're a oh. Detroit fan? No. Mm, thanks for your service, sir. What's this? Always pie. <laughs> this one's got wings. I'll try it. Again. Raspberry. <laughs> Again, penny. Why does it smell like pennies, too? I don't know. Maybe it's you. Mm-hmm. I'll try it. This one's got a hint of pineapple in it. <coughs> oh, I'm not feeling good. Uh, what do you got up there? All right. Uh, well, of course, a lot of it going to our first uh, conversation yeah, this morning. Uh, Filter, yeah. hey, man, nice oh, shot. Lord, what is wrong with Voices you Voices in my head. Yeah, uh, Stone Sour, Absolute Zero. Long shirt, long jacket. Or short skirt, long jacket. Uh, hey, Brito will be heard. Damage plan, save me. Circle jerks, I want to destroy you. Yeah. Uh, Slayer, mandatory suicide. Metallica, escape. Hangman's body count. Institutionalized. 5150 from Van Halen. Isn't 5150 instrumental? Uh, no, it, it it's a long instrumental at the beginning. Oh, okay. I don't Sammy sings. Is it good? I don't remember. It's all right. Yeah. It's Van Hagar. It's 50, yeah, it's Van Hagar. So nobody's really excited about that. Didn't hold up. Uh, man, there's some good stuff on there. Uh, Absolute Zero is the one I want to go to. All right. Let's go Stone Sour this morning. That's good stuff. While you're loading that, one other thing. A guy emailed me, and I've noticed this too. Uh, I'm a good tipper. 
a real good tipper. But you're starting to make me feel like I'm not with this 28% option. Oh, yeah. Stop it. The lowest option I had on a bill the other day was 22%. Now, I'll normally hand over. I do the math on 20 and then throw a few extra. Right now, at, like the, I'm the middle guy now at 25. I'm not the good tip. Like, who's tipping? Screen guilt. Who's throwing? Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. the button at the end that says custom. It's been going on for a while. I did it the other uh, day on just picking it up. Yes. It didn't give you, you know, it's like, it, this is a to-go thing. And it doesn't even give you, you know, it starts at 20. Yeah. And goes, oh, and then uh, other. I'm going other. Yeah, I'll give you Finn. It's two drinks. Yeah. I'll give you fiver. Yeah, but if you're just picking up a couple of drinks. Yeah, yeah. don't make me 20% two drinks, even though it's kind of, no, it's like, you know, $3 for, well, I don't know what it would be. But come on. Let me make that choice. And then make fun of me as I leave and whatever else. But the, the middle option can't be 25%. You got to start with cheap. You got to give cheap people their, their time. My buddy Katero can't look at three tips and see 20 as the top one. He's never done that in whoa, his life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What's going on? Katero <laughs> can't see 20% on a tip. We all have a Katero in our lives. It looks like, you give me half for the tip. I'm like, no. Yeah, Netton Katero is not going to yeah. be <laughs> d- d- knocking <laughs> that down. Ben- Benji Katero is not looking at 25 or 30. 28% in custom? That's not even in a lot of people. And that isn't fair. And I might be siding with the cheap people on this one. Start paying cash. Some places don't take it, like uh, ballparks and stuff, for no cash. And they give you that little thing. You have to use well, yeah, their machine. Yeah. And, and there's and more and more restaurants that are doing the same 20, thing. 20, 25 was like, I see what you're up to, making it so 20%. Oh, then custom, it's it's the same thing as terrorism when they ask you at the end, would you like to donate some money to the hunt? No. Oh. Would you like, do you have any loyalty? No. And that's 20% is like not, the option you're now giving me is other, where I actually go less than your suggested low one. I, they got to take that away. And that's just because people aren't smart enough to do quick math anymore. I am a good tipper. A damn good tipper. Really good. Damn it. But I'm against this whole tell me exactly what the parameters are. And then, you know, I guess if you wanted to go lower or higher, here's the other option. 28% can't be. Who's tipping thirty percent? Wow! Who's tipping that every time? Yeah, I mean, nobody. I mean, you have to be extra. That used to be extraordinary service. Special. I better see some cans for thirty <laughs> percent. A nipple might pop yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> if Brittany over there at uh, Hooters is like, whoops, one fell out. She's getting at least thirty percent. Oh yeah. Where's the forty percent yeah. option here? Don't go buy yourself a shirt that fits, sister. <laughs> this is. I feel bad for you, but I enjoyed my run. Thirty percent has to be extraordinary, like. One third of the bill going just to you for just bringing me what I asked for? It's your job. And I know you don't get paid well, but 30%, that's like teachers asking for tips. No. You're a waiter. You know what's going on. Now, what about it like uh, they get fast food? Like Taco I, no, Bell or McDonald's no. and stuff. Yeah. No. I'm doing a lot of the work there, and you have a menu where you're just churning stuff out. There's no cook back there like slaving over. No. If Now, if you go crazy with special orders, I think you should tip the fast fooders. Because that's why no they, onions, that's why they, right. no onions. Yeah. I don't want bread. I want a lettuce instead of bread. And a, okay, you're making something up. If you like what Brady used to go and get mac and cheese at the or what grilled, cheese. grilled cheese at you, McDonald's. You, you ate more at McDonald's as a kid than you did last night at that pie. Concert. That's for grilled cheese at McDonald's. Yeah, because and they would make it for him because it's Columbus and he was relentless. Probably just make it. It won't go away if you don't do it. He's gonna stand in the window and uh, lick it. They they took those oh. slices of American cheese and just just rub their butt sack. 
just butthole cheese. Constantly. That wasn't brown cheese? No. Special? This one looks old. Eat it, you little dick. But you should tip if you're going in there off the menu at McDonald's. They have a very specific... The reason fast food works is because you stick to their plan. So part of the deal was, we'll just keep churning this stuff out and we'll move it to you quickly. Get in, get out. And if you do a little something extra, you throw somebody five bucks, that's fine. But 28%. Some guy emailed me a thing. He goes, what am I supposed to do with this? And it was two drinks, two beers at the ballpark. Because the guy texted me, he took a picture of it. He goes, you got to talk about this. I'm like, you're absolutely right. Because I was at the ball game the other day, and the Friday we didn't get food, so we went out to the to the bar and ordered. And they give you a little thing. I'm like, Jesus. I, four drinks, two Mick Ultras, two vodka sodas. It was $95 to begin with. Without tip. Without a tip. Oh. <laughs> These are like the big, tall Mick Ultras. Mick Ultras should never be 25 bucks, but they were like 20-something. I got killed on this deal. And then it has the nerve to go, how much you want to throw down? You want to throw 30% at this? Yeah. That dude that just got me four drinks deserves 30 bucks for this. The, uh, I saw or heard yesterday that the um, airport service, the catering, they're, they're on strike. Yeah. At the food. And the, and the one lady made the point, we're just not getting paid enough to cover. You know, some people are living in their cars. Um, they can't make rent. They can't pay for medical. Some of these people have been there 15 years. I'm like, don't you think after a year, like, this job's not paying me enough. Right. I'm uh, yeah. going to find a job that pays that, more. Nobody does that anymore. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But see, that's we, we need to, like, start, everybody needs to agree that, like, on a thing. And don't let them start ham-handing you and forcing you into thinking that you're cheap by hitting the 20% or 22% thing. 20% is a good tip. I was a waiter. I was a, I, I served. I was a bartender for a long time. Fifteen percent was the norm back when I was, and it, we still got a lot of tens. So when and you got a twenty, it was you a do, beautiful. You do uh, most of us on average do more than that when you go twenty percent tax. Yeah, yeah. No one figures yeah, that. Nobody ever does. I just look at the number, the big thick number at the end, and you you do the you move the decimal $2 over two dollars per ten times bucks. two. Yeah, <laughs> put a zero here, and that's the tip. And then you always ask, is this right? To the person that knows something. You bring an agent. I always ask Jim Wilson, did I do that right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Wilson's another one. He's like a four percenter. I just had to build him a DM. Let's just, let's just fill this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what you do. Yeah. She's, she's, but she's probably she's in the industry. She's though. in the industry and probably thinks that 28% thing's a little thick. She'll take it. Depending on, yeah, depending on what, you know. Well, you do the extra. You're like, right. I really like went over and above. Leave that here. to the customer. Leave it to, to me, exactly. Because you make, make people feel bad. It's terrorism. It's tipperism. I get it that you that you work on tips, but let's not go thirds here. 22% is a really solid tip. You know? You need a fifth of bill. It's pretty nice. 17 an hour plus tips. Yeah, and are they? I know waiters aren't pulling that, but maybe they are. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to live in a better house than me. Twenty-two percent. We split our tips. Well, then you're going to split this twenty percent. This is that's plenty. I'm turning into the old guys. I try to present it right away. When I that was a good tip. Because if it's doing that, like if you figure when I was a bartender, uh, Jesus Christ, thirty years ago, twenty percent was a really good tip. Now it jumps to thirty. You win another fifteen. We're going to be half the bills going to the tip. And I'll be 80 by then, uh, unless I get my wish and not make it. Nobody needs that. That's too much. So stop. Everybody agree, 22% max, unless the person just goes crazy. 
Then you give them an extra like tenner. Yeah, you want to do it around the holiday, or something, then, right. then, then you're up. Yeah. Show me your <laughs> jerk me off. You're going to get oh, extra. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's 30% these, easy. Those are those right special there. nights at Stake 44. We're like, and your uh, cookies or hand jobs? I'll take the hand job. <laughs> you want the donut tree? Nope. What else you got? Key lime pie? Nope. Hand job? Yep. That's what I want. What would you like your wife to have? A good set of eyes on this. <laughs> a notepad. She can pay attention. <laughs> Her tip is paying attention to your... Look at how she rolls it at the top like a Dairy Queen. <laughs> the other hand is doing great work down low. Excellent work there, lady. I like work on tips. Yeah, you do. Anyway, sorry. We're, uh, it's uh, 7.30. got to move on. What, you got a tip thing? Oh, okay. No, well, I was talking about restaurants. When, uh, a group of women put together a list. Have you seen this? 28 places where they do not want to go on a first date. Some which, you know, they Apple said about Bees. half of it is uh, chain restaurants. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory, Chili's, Applebee's, Waffle House. They don't want to be a Waffle House. Fast food, any, yeah. any buffet. Fun what first kind date. of piece of... You already slept with her if you yeah, took her to exactly. Waffle House. exactly. It's your list. sister, for God's sakes, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to Waffle House. That makes sense. You can understand that. Then the list goes to uh, things also include uh, going to movies, out watching Netflix at home, going to a guy's house. What do they want? It says that's exactly right. They yeah. didn't throw that out there. Yeah, here's they oh, said great ice cream and coffee dates are also no, along with bowling, nightclubs, hookah bars, any bars just for drinks. And that someone that requires a long drive. We just want to be bent over in the back of the car, it sounds like. I can't take you anywhere. Where's the problem? I have no problem with yeah. this. You don't want to go anywhere? Fine. Get in the back, sister. I want to go to a real... What they're saying is, take me somewhere special, because I'm not a basic bitch. I so deserve the most. So one of the, the deals most. was the suggestion, exactly that. Yeah. Find a new restaurant. High you, end. Never tried. Yeah. Treat um, her to something really expensive, because everybody feels like they're the princess of Wales. And that they deserve more than the average. They're, I'm not a basic bitch. Don't take me someplace normal. I need special treatment. So you got to go to Ocean 44, Toka Madera. And... The other survey part of it was... Um... I'm not first dating anybody at Ocean 44. No, but I'm still not taking them for riblets either. No, I'll take her out for... like You know, if you like sushi, we'll hit one of those. They're yeah. a little pricey and they're usually pretty casual. The average American hasn't tried a new restaurant in five months. That was the survey. That's crazy. Well, that's because... Kansas City. Creatures of habit. Yeah, they just go and eat their barbecue or pie-eating contests in Gilbert. Uh, there you go. Well, ladies, just say what you want. You should know what I want. It's a first date. I don't know you at all. Riblets. <laughs> you get the riblets. We're gonna, you're going to enjoy the, the server. He's Two a, he, for 20. He's the one in the window handing us a bag. I got a group on here for... Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to pay full price. I don't know if you're a bitch yet. <laughs> Two for 20, 20% tip, bam, out of the yeah. door, 24 bucks. <laughs> 48 oysters going down her throat, and you're like, what am I doing here? Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. My goodness, flying through the morning. Cruising along, despite all the world's ills, still trying to make it through our day. That's how it works. Uh, it's time for the Brady Report, news that we actually are going to want to hear. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters, and they're doing good things at Hooters. Uh, and you're halfway through the work week, for crying out loud. S- celebrate. Is that tomorrow? Wait, it's no, Thursday. It's Holy Thursday. cow. Yeah. 
Jeez, I didn't know what day it was. I'm staying up too late. <laughs> uh, October's breast cancer uh, breast cancer aware. aware <laughs> I'm not aware of let any me, of it. Let me get. I just I saw the word breast and I got excited. <laughs> it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hooters has five ways to help: a donation to your check, purchase an endowment card, or a 2024 Hooters calendar. And you can get the signature pink drinks, too. Uh, also support all their local events all month long. You think pink when you're at Hooters because they're doing a nice thing for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And that's lovely. Lovely ladies doing lovely things. And men. A couple of the gentlemen over there taking care of business. Somebody's got to run it. It's Hooters. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Big day today. National Pumpkin Day and National Chicken Fried Steak Day. How is Halloween not National Pumpkin Day? Basically, it's Texas as Texas Grill yeah. Day is yeah, what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Joke on it day. <laughs> How is today National Pumpkin Day? I guess because today's the day you carve it traditionally, yeah. right? Get it out on the porch or... So it rots in 100-degree weather. For the smashing on Ugh. Halloween. Which I'm sure is organized in Gilbert. Used we, to be bad kids, and now it's like, well, the neighbor kids, have, we've agreed to let them smash. But they have to clean it up. Like toilet papering a house used to be something bad kids did, and now it's an arrangement. Yep. We toilet paper your house, Mr. Johnson. Like, what is wrong? Just do it while I'm asleep like a decent, terrible kid. What's wrong with you? We'll clean it up tomorrow. We just feel like doing it. Idiots. A couple of basis fun facts. Necco wafers have been around since 1847. Still growing. And there's been the eight original flavors that exist today. Just chalk? Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. That's what that's called. Cinnamon. Clove, lemon, licorice, Ugh. lime, Ugh. orange, and wintergreen. Blech and blech to all of them. But according to old advertisements, there was a ninth flavor, peppermint. Never once did they taste like good things. It's unclear why they dropped peppermint in the 30s, but probably it's so close to wintergreen. Probably because none of what you said is what it actually tasted like. It was like eating a, a small dirt clod or chalk. Necco wafer is the worst thing. You, you can't. Candy corn is a close second. And I know there's weirdos out there who love candy corn, but you're very strange. You're very wrong. You're, what? That, that, no. If you like them? You yeah, like oh, them I thought you were one of that liked them. Yeah. That's like eating somebody's soft teeth. The, the uh, uh, Necco wafers are just, they're like detergent. We get into this discussion every year. Necco wafers, if you're out shopping for candy right now, off the list. You get them for yourself. No one else wants them. No kid goes, well, mom, can I have some Necco wafers? Nobody Points to Necco wafers at the checkout. They're not even at, like at CVS, that big thing of candy. You're not finding Necco wafers in there. Last on the list. The United States won the very first gold medal for basketball at the 1936 Olympics. They beat Canada in the final game. 136 to 25. 19 to 8. Oh, good game. Was dominating plan? He was. (laughs) That's why they had such high scoring. They had peach baskets back then? Had to be close to that. 1936. They had, they had baskets. Moves. But everybody was white. Which is why the game hadn't flourished quite yet. The Globetrotters were still all Jews. That's true. Look it up. <laughs> CeeLo Green was the backup singer on TLC song Waterfalls. No kidding. Don't go chasing waterfalls or children listen to. The... Uh, petition going around of changing Halloween should always be on the last Saturday in October. No. It's catching a little momentum because no. uh, this year um, they're saying it would make trick-or-treating easier, especially on parents. Sorry. 
then don't do it. Back in 2018 is when it first launched change.org, a petition, more than 150,000 signatures. How's it hard on parents? Uh, How? You know, they're not scrambling home. Okay. Who's watching your kid then? Who's watching the kid at the time you can't get home from work? Daycare? Mom's busy. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Who's, Who's taking care of the kid? So if it's a daycare... At school and then they can yeah. have their own little Halloween celebration there. I think because they think it's going to be a late night, that way they don't have to worry about it the next Boo-hoo. day. That's how Halloween works. That's how it's they always, also don't. How it's always worked. It's what it is. It interrupts, you know, especially if the parents want to go to a Halloween party. You at least have that. It screws the Saturdays. Yeah. Like, yeah, couldn't have Night of the Singing Dead if you had to tote your kids all over the place. And I like going out on Saturdays and having dinner and normal stuff. I don't need kids running around with no curfews. Man, I don't know how our parents did it. Release the Kraken at like five thirty, and if we came back at nine with a bag full of candy, we were yeah. How long? How old, like I was four before we were allowed to go out on our own because then my sister had turned eight. So at that point, we're pretty if, much. If we were with a group, I was yeah. probably six or seven. Yeah, we if were we out were on with our own. a group, not by yourself, but if you were with a group. Burkhart and I were ten, eleven, running all over the Tempe neighborhood. We just couldn't cross major roads. That was the rule. Yeah, we yeah. Just stay in the yep. neighborhood. Yep. And our neighborhood was big, and we yeah we made out. We were little, so yep. you know we covered one street that was plenty. We'd fill a suitcase or a suitcase, a pillowcase. And then we had the annual razor blade uh, check. Yep, which usually amounts to none, zero. <laughs> you never know. And my dad did that too, but he's yeah. picking out the stuff he wanted. Well, that, I'll take that's this what I discovered. Snickers, I'll take my this. Dad, take, yeah, popcorn balls. My dad would never allow me to have those because you can unwrap them. No, nah, I got it. My mom goes through. Those. And I'm watching him over there, yep. crunching on a popcorn bowl. That's not going to poison me. I'm like, what's well, the same <laughs> thing? They didn't know who was going to get it. No one touched my bag. I bet. <laughs> well, it probably didn't make it home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got shut out again, huh, Brady? Yeah, it seems so. <laughs> just <laughs> tough week. And a bunch of rappers again this year. They always just give me the rappers, Dad. That's tough, boy. You know, we should be. We'll get a bigger bag. Next year, maybe we'll try a little harder to ask for full candy. Consumer Reports tested uh, some chocolate from various manufacturers, Hershey's. And they checked the uh, dark chocolate bars, milk chocolate bars, and some other um, manufacturers as well. And they found disturbing levels of lead and cadmium. Ooh, that stuff caused cancer in Aaron Brockovich. The uh, CEO of... Uh, Hershey's basically says a lot of times it's in the soil. Yeah, nothing to do about Plants it. grow, um, but they are, are looking into it. They want to, you know, try to obviously remove all of it. Sure. But sometimes it's going to be impossible. <laughs> you get those carcinogens in a Hershey bar. There's try in to the, get them uh, out. Trader Joe's hot cocoa mix. They yeah. listed a couple that. My buddy Marty was telling heavy. me. Because I had a candle lit last night for band, and I forgot. It was in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, geez, I lit that like eight hours ago. Marty goes, you're still allowed to have candles? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, my wife doesn't allow candles anymore because she read somewhere that there's carcinogens in them. I love them. And I'm like, well, and she goes, but now we have all these little plug-ins that just poof, poof, this poison in the air. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's, and I said, that's got to be worse. He goes, that's what I said. It's and debate. it's more expensive. Not, no, more, good. no candles in this house at all because they, they'll cause cancer. But those, man, those man-made little machines that fire off poison in the air, those are fine. Um, I'm not sure if we... I, I know we talked about it, but it was a while ago. The w- woman that got burned by coffee and Dunkin' Donuts, similar to the McDonald's yeah. lawsuit, she just settled her lawsuit. Was it an airport one, though? 
Um, Somebody just sued an airport for pouring coffee on them, too. Well, this was Dunkin' Donuts. Um, she had to go to the hospital. She had medical bills that cost uh, $200,000. Jesus. Oh, come on. Well, now, hold on. I used to be against the lady at McDonald's until I saw the pictures of her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's a lot off. more to that story. It was unreasonably hot. Like, we're talking lava. Like you could... it was a mess before she did that. <laughs> Can't tell me. Damn it, a, Brett. A I need of, you on my law A team. couple of Folgers is going <laughs> to screw it up that bad. She it, got second and third degree bad. burns on her thighs, groin, yeah. and abdomen. Um, her what? Was the last one? Abdomen. Oh, okay. And then uh, yeah, it was in an Atlanta area location of Dunkin' Donuts. Her vagina's She in got Atlanta? $3 million. Look at the pictures of that old lady at McDonald's. I used to think that was an unreasonable settlement, too, until they showed pictures of that. I've seen fire victims with less burns like this. And you may be right. Brett brings up an excellent point. It was probably torn up before. She could have been a whore before. It didn't didn't look overused. (laughs) In this case, the uh, lid wasn't destroyed. I don't know. She was an old lady, so maybe. Well, see. Yeah, it didn't look so sharp in the first place. But it was was violently sloughed. Like Like you could... Like, like bad sunburn only in chunks, and that pot sticker skin wouldn't take. Oh much no 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 wouldn't, burn. and and it seemed this unreasonable. lady was seventy years old too. Yeah, I mean, the the burns were horrendous. Although at Tony Roma's, we used to call old people burn victims because they all kind of when they're old enough they start looking like that naturally. Oh, we got a couple of burn victims over on table twelve. Jesus, they got to be a hundred. Yeah, I don't know. That's. Uh, that coffee thing, I've kind of gone middle of the road on that. I can see, but nobody's going to do that just for the settlement. Like, nobody's pouring scalding hot liquid on their balls at Duncan just for a couple million bucks. No, and that, yeah, that million? said the employee yeah. leg, the reason maybe. why. Not yeah. your, if, if it hits your leg. Well, it hit her leg, right? Yeah, but it was the inside of it. Like, right, didn't you yeah, say inside? Thighs. Yeah, thighs. Yeah, that's, they're talking about her. Gut. Her who got hit. Her gut might have protected. Her gut might have protected, yeah. She's hanging at a Duncan. 100%. It rolled off her gut waterfall. So like one of the weather girls or something, you know. Don't go chasing waterfall. The waterfall right off her gut onto her thigh. Damn! <laughs> yeah, that could be. <laughs> but, Give me 48 wow. oysters, too. But, but yeah, Brett's, Brett's not wrong. A donut, some coffee, yeah. and 48, uh, 48 oysters. 48 oysters. Yeah, them oyster donuts. <laughs> Just place a, uh, one of them oysters in each hole. I'll suck it out the back. Ah. <laughs> glazed oysters. Some glazed my oysters. It's hot coffee. <laughs> But yeah, I look at the old, again. Everybody at work, Google McDonald's coffee victim vagina. I'm pretty sure your work will let you do that, <laughs> and it is awful. Somebody sent it to me because I was like, "Ah, this bitch got four million dollars crazy." She took. Uh, uh-uh. I saw the pictures. I'm like, she exhibit deserves, A. She deserves four million dollars. That coffee was too hot. Well, then don't serve coffee anymore. Right. Start and then nice avoid coffee. hot drinks. And I'm okay. And also because the cap wasn't necessarily placed she was suing more about the way the same thing happened in Duncan's. semantics yeah it was the employee like, didn't put the lid on properly right and she grabbed it and squeezed it and the top popped i've done that with a soda before and imagine it was just lava well what if you you know if you grab it by the top well you, you don't do that's well, your fault yeah well you, no you, yes it is that's your fault to grab any cup by the thing that's supposed to come on and off you grab a stationary part of it i i agree if you that's grab trump it, said <laughs> <laughs> You don't grab it that way, Brady. <laughs> we all know how we do it, Brady. You got to grab it by the bottom, you know. Grab it right by the cup. That's how it works. Anyway, we all think torn up vaginas are bad. They're not necessarily. Rub a little salve on it. <laughs> a new study found listening to songs you love can work 
pretty good as a pain reliever. They had volunteers and they had them listen to various types of music while they had were hooked up to a thing that basically started getting hot to the level it feels like you got a hot coffee, like a first degree burn almost, but what? not quite. So if they checked their levels and they were Adams. listening to their favorite music, <laughs> they took a higher pain level of uh, heat. Interesting. You could burn a woman that likes music? Well, they didn't burn them, but they would take it to that <laughs> level. Who would? The study. They had them um, basically Stanford grab on some experiment? paddles. Oh, they had a like a red hot poker? Like yeah, she could take grab this. onto it. And uh, didn't have as much tolerance, but put her favorite songs on. So it would be something like... Uh, yeah, hold on. <laughs> what is... <laughs> I know what you're going to do. Light my ass up. Dump that on my lap. Yeah. Woo! Look at that. My b- just slept off. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel it. Goddamn. Bye, Poking me with it. Oh, that's a red hot poke. You just branded my ass. <laughs> I didn't feel a thing. I don't believe that study is they, necessary, first of all. They were listening to the music while heat was applied to the inside of their forearm. Why? Not enough to burn them, but like holding a hot <laughs> cup of coffee. And who's doing that? I wonder if we could light Volunteers. a woman on fire and she'd feel it unless here's, here's what we're thinking about doing, Joe. I got an idea. I'm pretty sure you can torch a woman if she's uh, enjoying music. My wife likes music so much that. I can put her in the oven and she'd still dance. Uh, we're going to run a study. I'm a scientist. We're going to run a study. All right, bitch, get it. Closer to the fireplace, baby. Look at her dancing. Oh, she's, she's on fire. Right. The control group didn't feel a thing when we lit these ladies on fire. <laughs> there's is, nothing hot enough. There's nothing discovered. Bring in the lava. At the Try end. That. Other than a woman's brain can be so distracted by the mundane. That you, could the- light, that you could light them on fire. That's what science has taught us today. You know you can light one on fire if she's singing. You got the right music playing. <laughs> Look at her over there. She really likes this song. The science tells me that I can walk over there right now and just light her up. Give me some coffee. I'm going to throw it right in the face. She'll keep dancing. Watch this. <laughs> she, just, she just incorporated it into the song. Get <laughs> This 23-year-old... I don't uh, understand that study at all. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. They're trying to figure out... While they were saying the tolerance, and when you played their favorite music, they had a higher tolerance to the... Where do you find women that say, we're going to play some songs for you? I like Brady's thinking with it. Listen to the study. Listen to the study. (laughs) The ladies agreed that they would almost be burned while enjoying music. Makes tons of sense to me. ladies either. Oh, it wasn't? Volunteers. Well, still, mostly ladies, because no man in his right mind volunteers for that. What do you want me to do? Sit there while we tease you with heat, and you listen to, like, Oasis. I don't like Oasis that much. Well, then you're going to get burned. Fire woman. What's going on here? Why is that guy standing there with that iron? What are you going to do with that iron there? Oh, he doesn't like this song. I think I can actually hurt him. Next. 23-year-old flight school student in Florida was arrested on Monday after vandalizing 10 planes. According to the reports, he became angry when instructors wouldn't let him fly by himself, so he went on a rampage. Students from India, the FBI is looking into it. 
because it uh, it's federal property. Yeah. They're checking the, the evidence of the vandalism. He basically went there and he, he was pouting, pouting because they wouldn't let him fly solo. So the guy said he paid $50,000 to the school and he allegedly told investigators he was trying to get revenge for causing more than 50000 in damage. Oh. Well, he succeeded. He damaged the throttles alone, which cost $120,000 to repair. Jeez, that's pricey. By the way, newsman and weather genius Ian Schwartz has emailed in and said the McDonald's story was in Albuquerque. She didn't even ask for money. She wanted McDonald's to pay her medical bills. And the judge said, uh, you get one day's of McDonald's coffee profits for this accident, which amounted to like $4.2 million from just coffee sales. That's their profits. So that's where the millions came from. Was it because of the thrashed? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Scott Haynes says, uh, Brady never had to worry about razors and the candy apples because he just sucked the caramel off and threw the apple away. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Yuck, the core. <laughs> you didn't even bitten it. That's the core of the caramel. There's an apple under it. Ew. At a young age, I had a metal detector. <laughs> Yeah, you did. It was yeah, your teeth. Yeah, you did. Ow! 100%. Someone tried to kill me again. Scan the bag. Five needles, three ah, razors. Ah. <laughs> Don't throw that razor away. It's good. Toss this apple, though. Those are garbage. I'm going back over there. Hey! You know there's apples under your caramel balls? What the Roll hell are you, you pulling here? I'm going to call the police. <laughs> Poisoning kids. You're a witch. There's a uh, new survey on... Holiday gatherings, 59% of people said they enjoy hosting guests in their home, Who? but about 75% are stressed out about it. That's The biggest life. concern yep. is making sure everyone has fun. 32% of hosts can get stressed over that. What are you getting, a Yelp review? Low. It's up to them to have fun. But get this, Some are. 9% of people are already thinking about their seating arrangements. Yeah. Well, that's a fun party. You've got to sit down. Right now. Sit down. Sit down. This is your chair. Don't move. I don't you to keep moving around. I remember your names that way. All right. Food's coming. You better have fun, goddammit, or my wife's going to lose it. Start the music. I'm never going to try to burn all of you by the end of the night. <laughs> you seem to be enjoying this a little too much, Tyrone. Put the fire on him. Whoever holds out the longest wins. Wow. He's loving this. That's the dumbest study I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and we're doing a study. Would you like to volunteer for it? Yeah, what is it, man? We're just going to play some cool pop music and see if we can burn you. <laughs> for what what end? To see if it works. Well, that, all right. <laughs> God damn! Is that, are you dancing or are you getting, it's hot! Are you using the pejorative or, I mean, I understand, but... Meaning temperature or no hot? Goddamn, this song's hot. <laughs> Next up in the study is a white teenager from Dobson High School. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Why are you guys? Ow! That hurts. Why am I listening to urban dance music and being lit on fire? Mom, mom! I don't like this. All right, one percent of them hate fire. What is it, a scarecrow convention? <laughs> little fire for you, dance boy. Let's get to some radio videos. All right. First one's a little uh, cliff cliff jumping into the water. Okay. No, it isn't. 
It's like a, oh yeah, the, the first one's the uh, uh, this couple. That's right. <laughs> That's the second one. First one is uh, some chunks making out. Fat people kissing. Yeah. Why okay. are we watching? And one this? one chunk yeah. doesn't appreciate it. One of the, jealous. One of the. Uh oh, there's another chunk that's not going to like that. There's some Seems amorous the, behavior at the. Oh, oh, it's a mountain of a Jesus. woman who just goes and clears it. Demar Hamlin's heart would have stopped on that hit. My <laughs> God, look at that beast! She comes out of nowhere and clocks two pigs and knocks them all down. It's pinball. Yes. Look at that it's, hit! Knocks herself. Down. She's huge. <laughs> that must be her ex pig. This is the uh, wow. Thing. The cliff diving. All right. Where'd that come now, from? Now look on the top there. Oh, there's no, you're just tumbling down uh, the mountain. Oh, Jesus, oh, into the trees. Oh, oh, that wasn't cliff diving. That's cliff falling. <laughs> one is very successful, and the next one's just falling down a hill. Oh, man, that hits the side of the mountain three times. Lands in the same spot, though. This one happens real quick. Right. That's the old smash the face in the cake. Yeah. But she's got a knife above her head. Oh, my Watch gosh. Watch this, John. This is your worst fear. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh man. Oh, she, why does she have a they knife over her head? She's hot. Why are they letting her cut her own cake at her quinceanera? Uh, ah! She reaches up, and the guy pushing her face into the cake gets a knife right through his throat. And then, uh... Is she a child? She's in a sexy dress. Oh. I can't tell. Give me the knife. She's either 38 or 50. She looks old enough, bro. (laughs) I just Catholic priested that. I'm like, how old is she? 15 or 40? (laughs) Last one, some hot dogging on a motorcycle. He's trying to, he's going a little too fast. Whoa, yeah. No shoes. Oh, this is crazy. He's going 130 at least. Goes into the wobble right here on the bridge. Oh, I don't like this. It's the go. Oh, Jesus. The handlebars are wobbling. Oh, he's flying. He's flying. Oh, oh. Oh, he's sliding for. Oh, he's in short. Take a look at the foot. Take a look at the foot. Slumped off. Now the hand. Now the hand. Here comes the hand. To the beef on the hand. To the bone. Oh. What is he thinking in a pair of shorts and no shoes? Unless they just flew off. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if that's a flat or, you know, why. He just lost control at that speed. He might have just hit a bump. Oh, his foot face is wrong. Just, oh, oh, that's oh, it's all gone. It's all gone. It's just gone. Oh, oh, oh. Brett? That's a good one. All right, Brett. All right. Ooh. That's a toughie. Why are you wearing them GoPros going 400 miles an hour? It's just for us. Because of that, yeah. Uh, this one... You got to watch when you're doing a little cliff diving, like out at the rivers and stuff like that. This is just, they're on a jetty at a river, just a water divider. And he dives in. Oh, God. He went, oh, oh, that's just a oh, scorpion. Oh. Toast. Bring in the gator. Head first to about a foot of water. And he's not moving. No, that's he's the done. footer of that, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, it's the cement footer of whatever he's jumping off of. And he's in. But you see those morons at the Salt River doing yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh. He's in pants and. Uh, Oh, and he goes head first in, and oh, oh Jesus! Sh- you can see him. Just there's no water there. Oh Lord! Yeah, ten minutes, there'll be a gator. He'll <laughs> just polish that off. Oh, oh man! Uh, here's another OSHA video. OSHA, yes. Guy getting ready to load up his uh, tractor. Getting his tractor loaded up. There's a. Oh, he's got. Oh God! He's pulling the. Pulling the. Oh no! Oh, oh, he pulled the thing you that you doing? drive. Oh, and there's just a dog that comes to barking at him. So he's pulling down the thing that you drive. 
bulldozers onto the back of a flatbed, those tire tread things, and one falls right on top of him. Now the guy's trying to lift those. Those are impossible to lift by yourself. His arms are moving. He's under there. Oh, oh, oh he rolled him out. He made it. Now you got to get that bulldozer up there. Yep. What's the dog doing there? This is a work site, isn't it? We're on a time crunch, pal. Get up. (laughs) What? That thing just slams him. Oh, it's yeah. I don't know how much that weighs. He's not looking at the right. Oh, he thought he was far enough away. And then the dogs just. Why is there a lab there at the construction site or the quarry or wherever they are? They chase the dog away. Man, get out of here, Lassie. (laughs) Somebody stuck under the thing. Tires, tires. Here's some. uh, Here's some hot dogging on a skateboard. Oh boy. He's flying. He's going to have wobbles, too. Oh, he? he's flying down a hill. Oh, he lost the back. He fished it a little. He fixed it. He's back up. And oh, he's... Oh! Oh! <laughs> Gets to an intersection and realizes he can't. There's a dog chasing him. Yeah. Same dog. Same dog. Same dog. Construction <laughs> site. What's going on? These dogs are... They're a freak. They're the dogs of death. <laughs> for crying out loud, he gets hit by a Sebring. For the uh, worst way to... Why are these dogs in these videos every year? The same black lab. If and you're doing some extreme things and there's yeah. a black lab around. Stop doing it. Stop and it. we'll finish with this one. This one was entitled, When You Really Hate Ass. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Okay. Does it have sound? Oh, oh it's just oh, a torso. Oh, what? And they put his oh! leg. Oh, oh my okay. God. Oh. All right. That's. Oh. Wow. So they have machete oh. a man's arms and legs and head off. His torso is laying on the ground. They're kicking the parts away, and then a guy just throws an axe into the size oh. butter, butterfly him. right into the crack. I did not expect. I that. thought they were done at that point, but no. He's going straight down. Just and we'll end with that. I will say that guy's got a really taut behind. Even Man, he must have done something he really did, wrong. He did, it wasn't squats. He was doing those right because that was pretty nice. Wow. Wow, what's going on out there? Make the and delivery. See, that's what you say. It only happens in the United States. And then this, yeah. we don't see this on the news. There's worse stuff going on than, than our dude snapping, although that's pretty horrible. Yeah, don't mess with the cartel. Whew. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, Jay Bell is going to talk to us in a little bit. You know Jay Bell from the 2001 World Champion Diamondbacks. In fact, uh, Jay was the one who ran across home plate Sealing the victory after yeah. Luis Gonzalez's little blooper. He's the one who's on the sc- with both hands in the air as he runs down the third baseline. Iconic. Maybe uh, the best World Series ever played. He's going to confess this Amazing. morning. He never touched the plate. Wouldn't that be awesome? And then the whole investigation comes. The Yankees get the- That's how the Yankees would take it, too. We'll talk to Jay Bell in a little bit. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Gonzalez digs into the plate. And a little super. so weird that's still so weird uh that that happened and the guy on the phone right now is the dude who uh scored the winning run and uh is unfortunately since then been relegated to being brady's golf partner that's a it's a much worse situation it's an upgrade it's unbelievable jay bell is on the line with us mr bell are you there hello fellas i i, I didn't hear the first part of that so i don't know exactly what was said but uh if you're talking about uh brady's golf game then 
You're talking about watching a spectacle. Yeah, oh, it's a spectacle. I've seen it. I've played it. And you, uh, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, you know, sometimes it's really frustrating to watch that rotund little body mash one and beat you. But uh, as I understand it, uh, you've taken you've taken him to task every time you guys have played together. He's on a roll right now. It, it, I am. I am uh, playing pretty well right now. It's it's uh, it's been enjoyable. To uh, to take a little bit of cash from him. Yeah, it's sure. it's it's turning out that Kirby looks like uh, it's going to be ASU. It was going to be a, a much different college, but right now it's you've you've drained the college fund. It, it could be. It could be. It could be stay at home and, and go to uh, Chandler. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> that's that is that's what he'd love. Uh, Jay, I gotta I gotta ask you, like as a as a kid who grew up playing baseball and loving it, it was a an incredible. Uh, part of my world as a kid and never advanced to obviously the levels you did didn't even get past much of uh, anything good but I, I felt like that was always something that i missed doing focusing on dreams in the backyard as a kid hitting the game winning home run uh you know doing that yeah. you are part of something you can't even explain what's in your brain versus all of us who fantasized about it you got to be the guy who scored the winning run and what is possibly arguably the greatest game seven ever played. Yeah, I, I tell you, it's a uh, yeah. I think every little boy who plays, every little girl who plays uh, uh, baseball has that dream. You know, there's there's no doubt about it. It is such a such a uh, um, such a fun game to play, and it's a team concept. It's individually concept also. So it's 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 a it's a little bit of both, right? So you're just uh, facing that pitcher one on one, but relying on your teammates. Um, yeah, to, to have the opportunity to have scored that winning run, you know, certainly was, was a dream come true. I think that, um, I think it's something that I think, you know, for, for me, it was always about trying to get the base hit, but, uh, to, to, uh, have Gonzo get the base hit and for me to score the winning run was, was, uh, every bit of sweet. Now you're standing on third base, 2001 back there, early November, you're on third base. There's two outs, Gonzo's up. So it's the dream scenario. You got the guy who's been crushing all year, the hero of the team pretty much on a really good yep. team. And what's running through your mind? Are you thinking, okay, two outs, one outs, am I running? Like, is it constantly questioning, or are you pretty calm? Well, you know, it, uh, uh, whenever Gonzo was up, I, uh, Ed Rapiano was at third base, the umpire, and uh, a long-time umpire. I had, uh, he and I came up about the same time. He was a little bit after me, but well, I'd known him for a long time. And uh, National League guy, of course, back with, that was back in the days when we had National League and American League uh, umpires, and, right. or at least uh, that they had been, uh, you know, one or the other. And uh, um, and so I turned around to Ed. I said, "Come on!" <laughs> and uh, and so he just kind of he just kind of grinned at me. But uh, you know, it was it was uh, you're sitting there, you're looking around, you see infield in. Uh, uh, you know, of course, uh, you got to uh, get uh, Tony in second base, and yeah. and uh, um, and I uh, can't remember. Oh, Council was at first base, and yep. so so you're looking around. Just to, you, you know, I mean, I know that I have to go on contact if the ball is on the ground, if the ball is in the air. I have to wait a second. And of course, there there was uh, you know that little floater uh, beyond uh, Jeter. I had to make sure he that he had no it. chance to catch the ball. Yeah. And then as I, you know, as I saw it, uh, you know, get past him and I turn around and I'm running home and I see Matt standing there. It's, it's such a, it's such a, a memorable, yeah. it's something that, that, that stays in my mind because, you know, of course I was the first diamond back. Matt was kind of the second diamond back when we traded for him and, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, he's my buddy. And, uh, you know, to, to be able to jump into his arms was pretty special. Yeah. And were you, were the, you were the first Diamondback. Were you part of the expansion draft? No, I was uh, signed as a free agent right before the right before the draft. Oh no, kidding! What brought you here? Why Arizona? There was a, there was a number of reasons why. Uh, one, they knocked my socks off with a contract off. <laughs> There's and, the number. Yeah, that's, that's that's the number. That, that helps. Was, so that was that helps for yeah. sure. But uh, um, but I'd known Buck. I I, I knew uh, Buck Showalter longer than anybody else in the game. Uh, he was from a little town just outside of Pensacola called uh, Century, Florida. It's where my dad grew up. Uh, my dad, uh, uh, his dad taught my dad in, in middle school. And, uh, and so I'd known Buck since my freshman year of, of high school. Oh, no and kidding. so, uh, with him being the manager here, uh, I had do, done my due diligence. I found out about Jerry Colangelo, heard unbelievably good things about him. Um, um, that's what I was going to uh, say. It wasn't you know, a hard sell to Jerry. Jerry, uh, no, loved Jerry. Loved yeah. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's, yeah, I tell you what, it, it, it was it was mutual. It was mutual admiration. I yeah. tell you what, I, I, you know, I, I've never I've never met a man quite like him. You know, somebody that has meant so much to uh, this community, uh, this city, this state. Uh, um, shoot, to all of baseball, all of basketball. I mean, yeah. he has been he's he's made an impact in in the lives of so many people, and yeah. so he's a he's a man of honor. I I, I appreciated the fact that. Uh, that uh, he got to be my boss, and uh, I loved, I love, uh, loved him. I love his family, and, and uh, uh, it was, uh, it was a pleasure to uh, to have him as a uh, as a boss for sure. Now, were you on the field when Randy Johnson hit that bird? I was. Okay, I was. that I... was a that was pretty 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 incredible moment for Yo, sure. And then they did it again this year. That's what I heard. I, you know, I I didn't see it, but I heard that that uh, that they did it, and, and uh, so I, I don't know if it's it's just one of those things that uh, that uh, happens that uh, uh, you know every time you win a World Series, that's going to happen. <laughs> right. So we're always so we're going to be on the lookout for it for sure. Yeah, because as a Cubs fan, I've always known of you know the bad things: the goat, the black cat, Bartman. You know all the things that go. Oh, this is our yeah. curse. But the Diamondbacks seem to have some sort of animal ritual where a bird commits suicide and they win a World they Series. Can do it on the mound. They can do it on a long toss. It's the weirdest. That's, right. That's exactly right. You... Yeah. So we, we yeah, and nobody's been arrested yet. No, which has been a good thing <laughs> so far. Keep oh. your fingers crossed. But here's the crazy part: is you've seen more baseball than I have, and I've watched a ton of baseball. I've never seen yeah. it before. Other than the two yeah. times it's happened to this team, I've seen it. I've seen it happen before. It's, it's uh, matter of fact, uh, years ago, who was it? Uh, maybe, uh, oh shoot, Dave Winfield. I think Dave Winfield hit a bird. A oh, seagull, that's right. It was and, a seagull. Uh, <laughs> and, seagull. Yeah, in Toronto. That's and I think that's, right. what, that's what I'm talking about. I think he, I think he got arrested. That's yeah, because it's arrested for it. It's so. like some sort of Canadian <laughs> national <laughs> bird or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah who knows? Seagull. But that was yeah, the mascot. National bird. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. The Canadian national birds is an ugly scene. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but, it's happened. It's happened a few times, but uh, but yeah, it's, it is pretty. It's pretty uh, pretty rare. Now sure. hold on. Was that when Winfield was with the Blue Jays and they won it? Yes, yes, yes. Well, it might. Well, that wasn't ninety three, was it? it? Could have been. It could have been. I don't know. I don't know. So it may make maybe something that if that's that the case, that's every twenty that years, right? I'm looking into this. <laughs> that's exactly right. That would be pretty cool. That, that would be exactly. Right. <laughs> oh my god, this is getting weirder and weirder. 
So uh, you follow the Diamondbacks, obviously. You've heard about that. I do. Okay. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Did you at any point during this season see a championship team on the field? You know, it's funny because uh, uh, Tori and I played golf uh, before spring training started. And, uh, you know, so we're talking talking about the team and, uh, you know, the prospects and all that kind of stuff. And early in the season, he, uh, you know, before the season even started, he was extremely uh, enthusiastic about this team. And uh, it was a, it was a um, you know, he talked about how young they were, but, uh, um, but how hard they played and, you know, from a from a an old school player uh, who is a, uh, a fan of the, the of the Diamondback team, um, I am a. Uh, of course, I listen. I can go through their coaching staff and and I can uh, name a number of, of, of friends that I have. Uh, Tory, Jeff Bannister, Joe Mathers, yeah. a real close friend, Damian Damian Easley, uh, shoot Dan Carlson. Uh, Dave McKay, Tony Paris, Chica, Mike Fetters. I mean, those guys, those guys are unbelievably talented coaches. Um, I believe that Dave McKay has meant uh, as much to this team as any other coach. Uh, he, he, uh, especially from the from the position player standpoints. Yeah, um, he's a legend. And I got to say he, some of I got to say some about McKay he, as a fan, though. I got to tell you, and if you're friends yeah. with him, I'd like this to get to him. Uh, he's a little handsy. Well, he may be a little handy, but I tell you what, he demands <laughs> he demands a lot from these guys. And yeah. uh, those hands you know, motivate. He got, he yeah, gets a, yeah, they do. They, you know, a lot of good a lot of good pats uh, never never hurt anybody. But uh, um, I don't know, think it's, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I don't think Tommy Pham likes it though because he doesn't touch Tommy Pham. <laughs> uh, 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 was that a no. game? He doesn't touch you Tommy. You communicate Pham. that as a player, right? Jay? Don't touch me to stop yeah, it. You can, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you can. I tell you what, and Tommy Fan is one of my favorites too. But we'll, let, let me let me tell you about uh, Dave McKay. Dave McKay, you know those guys run hard down the line. Uh, they steal meaningful bases. Uh, they they play a brand of baseball that is very good. Now it, it goes back to the manager. There, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, Tory Tory leads the ship, but. You know, I think that uh, with Dave around, uh, Tony Chaparis Cheek is an older school guy. Mike Fetters. I mean, these guys, these guys, they get. Uh, I mean, Brent Strom. I mean, shoot, this, they are just terrific. But, yeah. but the players are are so much fun to watch. I mean, they they play the game right. It is a pleasure for an ex player to look at that team and say, "Yeah, that's how that's how we used to play. That's how." Right, but you would have never played in the seventies. You'd have never put any money on this, even even in the Philly series. You'd you'd as a as an yeah. ex player, you're looking at this team going great run, but there's no way they get two and four. Yeah, no, nobody saw it. Yeah, I, listen, you you you. Uh, I, matter of fact, I, I, again, I, talk, I talked to Tori right before the series started, or the uh, before the uh, the playoffs started this year, and he said, you know, he's looking forward to to the sprint, and it is. It's a sprint. You never know what's going to happen this time of year. Crazy things happen. There's no doubt about that, but. Whenever you look at that uh, that Dodgers team, shoot, even the Milwaukee team. The Milwaukee team was good. The Dodgers team was excellent. The yeah. Phillies team was excellent. Uh, but these guys came to play, and yeah. uh, and they believed in stuff the whole time. I mean, shoot the uh, 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 the way they're playing right now. You know, you never know what's going to happen. I, I I'm a big fan of Lord Scariel. I think he's done yeah. a great job. Tommy Fan has done a, j- a good job. He's he is uh, they those two guys in particular uh, those veteran players they have impacted this team in a major way yeah. 
And then the pitching is the pitching has been extremely solid. The bullpen's and, and, been uh, silly. It's so good watching the, that bullpen shut people down one inning after another. And Ginkle was the, about as good as it gets the other night. It was it was so much fun to watch him. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Joe Manafly has done he's done a nice job. He's done his job. Uh, uh, Zach's done a great job. Shoot, uh, you know everybody. Everybody stepped up. I got to ask you this, Jay. Uh, now that we're talking about bullpens, Jay Bell is on the phone with yeah. us uh, from the championship Diamondbacks team of 2001, <laughs> 25th anniversary. By the way, happy anniversary. Not of the championship, yeah. but the yeah. whole team. Uh, the uh, uh, speaking of bullpen. What do you say to Byung-Hung Kim in 2001 after games, what was it, four and five? What do you yeah, do? What, five, yeah. How do you they do that? They duct taped him down to the bench and yeah. said, don't serve it up. <laughs> was there, you know, there had to be a moment you, know, you have to talk to a translator to tell him I hate you. I don't know how that works. <laughs> no, I tell you what, you know, it, it was uh, it was really kind of, we really rallied around him. I mean, and I think Gracie is probably the spokesperson for everybody. You know, but when you watch... When you go back and you watch a video of, of all of that happened, and you watch uh, you watch Gracie uh, envelop him, he put her put his arm around him and, and just held him. I mean, it was just it was uh, um, it was, uh, was heartwarming. Brutal. I mean, it really was. I mean, it was it was it was it was, it was brutal. Yeah. You know, the way it was brutal for him. It was brutal for us. It was brutal for the city. There's no doubt about that. It was brutal for the state. Yeah. And yet, yet uh, we rallied one around one another. And uh, we took it to him. We took it to him whenever it mattered. And and uh, um, you know, so I think that 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 whole thing uh, it played into how great that series was. was had those not happened, had those games not happened, and the way they happened, uh, it would not have been as iconic of, of a World Series as it was. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm I'm hoping for. Uh, I'm hoping for a sweep. I'd love to see the Diamondbacks sweep the series because it's, but uh, because it's always nice to to get it out of the way from a from a fan standpoint and from a player standpoint. But man, I'd love to to see them have a have an iconic winning yeah. World Series. It would be it incredible, would be, uh, now, really spectacular. It really would. Jay Bell, I have to tell you, I'm a little torn because uh, on May 19th, I said if the Diamondbacks even get into the World Series, I'd get rid of all my Cubs stuff. I was mad at the Cubs this year. Yep. Get rid of it all. Become yep. a become a Diamondbacks fan. Just if they make the World Series, now they're in it. So I've, I'm starting the process of auctioning off all my stuff, selling some good stuff. stuff, Jay. And if they win the World Series, which I made another claim because I didn't think they get past the Phillies, I'll get a tattoo of Brady on my chest. Oh, Drew Haybatter. Yeah, he's solid. gonna get Drew Haybatter. <laughs> yeah, as Drew Haybatter, which is even weirder. Oh, yeah. that is so awesome. No, it's not, Jay. Yes. No, because it's yes, not happening it to is. you. It's that terrible. That is so good. That is so yeah. good. I, I I have not I have not made that that uh, type of bet with with Brady yet. Fifteen dollars is enough. For me <laughs> right now. Well, I'll tell you what. If they win the World Series, I'll pay for your tattoo of Brady. <laughs> How about we that? can make that happen. Yeah, but I uh, I unlike Mad Dog Russo. I'm a uh, man of my word. You're, I'm I'm going to do this. You're a man of honor. Yeah. Jay's you're a big a fan of, honor, of Mad Dog. Well, he's here talking right I, now, you know, Jay Bell. If you'd like to talk to Mad Dog Russo, he's right here yeah, if you're interested. Yeah. Do you know what your well, career hey. hits are? You were only 37 hits away from 2000. I don't know why you don't stay for one more year. Just try to knock around 30. So you could have DH'd or done something, pinch hit 37 times, and gotten 37 hits, got to 2000. You start short because you're a quitter. 
You know, that's exactly right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> and and you, it wasn't that. It was that nobody would have me. You, you never so, scored You never uh, scored a winning run for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And all, everyone in Pittsburgh. And then you go off and run off to some expansion team and, and score the winning run in the World Series, making everyone in Pittsburgh hate you as well. You, you've got a lot of problems on your, on your plate there, Jay Bell. So it's not, not enough that you can talk bad about me. This is all your fault. Well done. Well done. That is, <laughs> that is true. That is, that is, I tell you Hey, if Mad Dog can't, if he can't retire, which which he should, yeah. Uh, if you're going to say something, then what, what's, what's the Bible say? It said, "Let your yes be yes, and your nose be nose." Come on, man. Yeah, come on. And then the Bible says, "Come on, man." Come on, man. Yeah, that's an, that's that that particular line in the Bible is and in the Lord. It was in, it's written in red. That's what Jesus said. Come on, man. That's right. Yeah, and he knew. Right. But yeah, Mad Dog. I mean, as a baseball fan, you you probably you. I don't know if you follow Major League Baseball a ton or not, but. When you when you look and you see these experts on that you know don't know what they're talking about half the time and they're they're just blowhards when they put their foot out there like that you want them to get it cut off just cut it off exactly exactly I, I just I don't understand I, I'm not a big fan of I'm not a big fan of uh, getting that enthusiastic about anything <laughs> so it's it's one of those you know. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's like uh, what's his Michael A. Smith and and oh, uh, Russo yeah. and uh, you know they got to they got to there has to be there has to be some sort of style I guess you have to you have to have your 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 uh, your your, uh, your uh, particular persona right. but. Man, if you're going to say something, just follow through. Just Which follow is what through. I did back so. in May. And, and Jay, I was making, I was lying. When I said the Diamondbacks get into the World Series, <laughs> I won't be a Cub fan anymore. But people remembered that. And there's some credibility <laughs> loss if you don't follow through. Uh, you can, I tell you what, you can keep one thing. What if, and, the, and the one thing that you would keep would be what? Well, I, I, there's he's two got, things. Yeah. So I've got an Ernie Banks autographed Ernie Banks picture of him. He's clicking Absolutely. his heels. He's clicking his heels in front of Wrigley Field. But we're going to auction off all my stuff. You'll like the second item, too. And go to, uh, uh, yeah, we, yeah, well, there's, there's a couple. But we're going to auction off and give it to a pet charity because I'm big on a pet charities. So nice. I think the Ernie Banks is my top thing. I think that would be the biggest moneymaker. Yeah, I've got an Anthony Rizzo autographed jersey, but he's a Yankee. Who Tell them about the... Uh, you can get rid of that. The painting? Yeah, no, no, not the painting. The one that the Kingman. Oh, so the Dave Kingman story. I was a, when I was a kid, I was a Kingman idol. I, I had poor idols. Yep. But I love Dave Kingman, yep. King Kong. And uh, I grew yep. up in northwest Indiana, watched WGN. I was three years yep. old, love Kong. So yep. uh, we moved yep. to West Virginia when I was about eight and went to a Pirates game up in Pittsburgh. They played the Cubs. Got there early, yeah. standing on the third baseline. There's King Kong doing a little warm-up with Steve Ontraveros, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. And I'm screaming yeah. at the top of my lungs, Kingman, 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 Kingman. And the, some guy finally goes, hey, Kingman, give this kid an autograph. And he turns and he flips yeah. me off. Uh. <laughs> so, I know. So I'm in tears. <laughs> I wanted a Kingman autograph. I'm in tears, Jay. Uh, Bruce Souter comes over and goes, I'll sign it. And I'm like, I don't want your autograph. Who are you? <laughs> With the greatest reliever of gives him the burn. Yeah, so he exactly. yeah he, he gives exactly. he signs my pennant. I got this Bruce Souter thing. I don't want, even though I liked Bruce Souter. Well, Kingman was my give guy. Give you the most memorable story. So then I got the most memorable. Story. So like uh, telling the story on the air, a friend of a friend of a friend gets Kingman to autograph a picture of him in the Chicago Is Cubs baby right? blues, and I have that at my house. Too. Oh, great! That's so good. But, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I tell you what. You know that uh, uh, little trivia, a little side trivia. You know that was the uh, the story, the reason that they painted the top of the of uh, Parc Olympique in Montreal was because Dave Kingman hit 
the roof in yeah. in uh, a home run in the roof at uh, at uh, in Montreal in Olympic Stadium. They they counted it as a in home Olympic run, Stadium. right? He hit it so high it hit the yeah. roof, and they're like yeah. that would have been yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, wow. dude, the Mark, dude was they, a bear. They put a lineup there. Yeah, he, he was. He was a bear. There's no doubt. He couldn't do anything else. He just stood there with his legs wide open, swinging that axe. But <laughs> it, unbelievable. <laughs> well, Jay Bell, uh, give me a prediction. You said that you want to sweep, or the Diamondbacks are Man. doing this. You're the guy who scored the winning run. Nobody knows better than you what it feels like to win a world champion. What would you tell the team if they let you come in and talk before the game? What would you say to them? Well, I wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't do it. They, uh, Tory's done a good job with that, so I don't need to do that. But I tell you what, you know what would be really cool? You know, they talked about uh, uh, they talked about the the walk off and what was a game game five, game four? Yeah, the uh, you know, that, that it would. Yeah, no, no, no. The the Cattell uh, uh, Marte. Oh, oh, here on uh, the new uh, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, you know they compared it to Gonzo's, and, and nothing compares to Gonzo's because that was that was the pinnacle love of our sport. We, yeah. you know, to, to walk somebody off, uh, with a base hit in the bottom of the ninth with, you know, uh, in the bottom of the ninth inning, you know, that's what you want. That is a walk off, right? That is the ultimate walk off. Yeah. And, uh, so, so, uh, what I would love to see is for that same scenario to come up and, uh, for him to do it. Oh, and to, to, Man. That would be, that would be really cool. That'd be a really cool thing to do. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, shoot! I don't care how they. I don't care how they get there. You I just, just uh, you know, if and, they and, do yeah. that, Jay Bell will wear a bikini. That's right, and walk down the street. Down the That's street. right. Yeah, and the cool part, and yeah, you're right because they tried to compare the uh, Marte uh, walk off to the Game Seven one. I'm like, no kid in his backyard fantasizes about a walk off in Game Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, listen. It was it was extremely it was special. Huge There's no doubt about balls. it. it yeah, uh, but uh, but it's it's not it's not comparable. No. And I, what I'm hoping is that they have that opportunity uh, to uh, to do it. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, uh, it has been it's been a, it's been a great uh, what is it 22 years 22 yeah. years um, since we've won a World Series and and uh, you know for them to 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 have that opportunity right now uh, it, it would be extremely special. Uh, not only for the fans of the Arizona Diamondbacks, but the former players. Uh, you know, we we we've, we've held on to to that mantle for a long time, and be it'd be really enjoyable to see them uh, uh, pick it up and and carry it for another another several years uh, before they win another one. Jay Bell, it's Bad Dog again, real quick. If your Diamondbacks ever get through to this World Series and win it all, I promise you this: I will have a tattoo of Jay Bell. Crossing home plate with his arms in the air, just like in 2001, totally nude, on my chest. I will tattoo that to me. Exactly. Exactly. That's perfect. Perfect. But first, I'll need a photo of you naked. (laughs) There you go. I'll send that that via Brady. (laughs) All right, perfect. Jay Bell, thanks for taking time this morning, man. Uh, Keep keep taking Brady's money. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, buddy. Jay Bell, everybody, uh, Diamondback legend for scoring the winning run. As we talk Diamondbacks. Shoot. He does the Coach Clark a lot. Shoot. That's cool. That's cool. Brady arranged that. He's buddies with Jay, and they play golf a lot. So, good dude. Very nice and fun. Uh, And it's weird to be talking about this and thinking that uh, tomorrow night that happens. And how much it mirrors. The dates. The dates uh, are strange. Like the, the bird, the bird. We got to look up the Winfield bird kill. I forgot he got a. It was a Canadian goose. He called, was it a Canadian? I goose? think it was a Canadian goose. And make- there was talk of arresting him. He wasn't allowed to leave Canada, 
until they'd sorted it out. But Dave, Dave Winfield killed a Canadian goose, if I remember right. Seagull. It was a seagull. In 83. Why were they so mad about a seagull? 83. Okay, okay 83. Ten years later. The Blue Jays weren't any good in 83. Was he with the, he was with the Blue Jays then, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it had to be. Uh, let's see here. And it was a seagull, and they were going to arrest him. No, he was the Yankees, but he was playing in Toronto. Oh, okay. So he played this for the week Yankees. in 1983. Dave Winfield threw a warm-up, oh, it was a warm-up ball, ball in the middle of the fifth inning and hit and killed a seagull oh. flying by. Decimated. Uh, I turned whipped and threw the ball, you know, to the bad boy, and a bird happened to be there. And um, it's unfortunate. You think it's funny, but the fans were on my case, and it's tough enough to play this game. <laughs> I don't need them up my ass over a bird. <laughs> so the Yankees, he's yeah, he's hiding behind the curtain. In 83, the Yankees sucked. 80, 83 was the uh, Brewers and uh, Cardinals World Series, right? Harvey Wallbanger. I think so, yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. Excellent job. You should have a job at Mad Dog Sports because I'm retiring. Jay Bell joined us this morning, everybody. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thursday morning. That means it's time for the FanDuel Picks of the Week. Football starts again tonight. Good game uh, tonight because who knew the Bills would be struggling. The Buccaneers would be thriving. But my God, that Amazon Prime broadcast between Kirk Boer Street and the late Al Michaels. It is tough to watch. Yeah, Al doesn't seem invested in that. Oh, he doesn't care. Kirk Herbstreet is just, he's like the 15 mile an hour down every street. He's a school crossing, this guy. Snoresville. But you do the best you can with the game because it might be a good one. Uh, right now, FanDuel's got all sorts of stuff you can get involved in. Uh, my buddy Scott just texted and said, I uh, just saw on FanDuel tonight they have a parlay builder that you can do to increase each leg 15%, max out at 105%, so you can double your bet, basically, double your win. If you do the, you know, each leg does it up to 105. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. So play around with that because I just got an offer for a money back bet here, which I'll be using in today's bets. So let's just say for the last three weeks, four weeks, I have not used any of my own money for their bets. And I won one, pretty good one too. So I used that money to bet on others. So I have actually off of their 10 bucks, I've, I've made and lost four thousand dollars. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So you zeroed. <laughs> yeah, because I got stupid and bet on the Diamondbacks. I, I was betting on each batter for a little while. It wasn't my money. I just it's it's play day money. It was silly. But they've got the no sweat same game uh, parlay, and they've got of course that number I should pay attention to, which is uh, uh, the one eight hundred. Uh, I don't have a problem. I could quit anytime I want. One eight hundred gambler. Yeah. No, that's the other thing. What is the one that Fandle's got? Five, four, three. What is the number for that, Text. Brett? Text five, four, five, three, three. But we oh, don't know man. it anymore. I gotta cut, we got to cut spots. I know. All right. Well, what do you do? Uh, they five, three, three, four, two. There it is. <laughs> He's got the copy. <laughs> I got to cut one later. <laughs> uh, it's time for the uh, bets, though. Let's start off with your Arizona Cardinals. They've got the Baltimore Ravens this week. Uh, and that's a tough one. The Ravens just came off a huge win over the Lions. They beat the tar out of a Lions team that everybody was starting to talk about being the best in football. Toledo, I'll start with you. Uh, give me what's happening with the spread. you got to pick uh, your own spread. They're giving me the Ravens with nine and a half points. Yeah. They just have to win by ten. Q 
give me that one you all got day that. long. All right. You're taking the basic spread. Brady, yeah. what do you got? I upped it to ten and a half. All right. Nine and a half. I kept my put mine at twelve and a half. I think the Ravens get them by at least two touchdowns. Uh, the Cardinals team is the fun, nice little God, the little Great engine, first half, little engine that could, uh, but you just don't have enough juice. You get some fun players and some good dudes. They should be embracing Dennis Gardeck as like a superstar. Josh Dobbs has made himself kind of a hero. To, they, they know he's just here for a minute. That just, video of him in the in the team store. Yeah, they don't have his own. Yeah, oh, that's have funny. a jersey, and even yeah. better that uh, Brett has nicknamed him Jada Pinkett. I think that's. <laughs> He's he's just, they just seem like a group of guys who kind of understand their lot, and they're competitive, and that means the coach has done a nice job with the team that doesn't have a lot of talent. It's very Tory Lovello. It's like you don't have much here, but you're making the most of it. You're not getting any wins. I'll admit it gives you a little worry as a Seahawks fan sure. for next year because if they start putting players on the yep. field, you know, uh, Brady, I'm going to go with you. Who do the Bungles have? They got the 49ers. Ooh, coming off two losses. Coming off two losses. And Sam Darnold starting. But you're coming yeah. off a bye. And we're coming off a bye week, yeah. so I'm going with the Bengals. Taking the Bengals in that one. All right. Uh, Toledo, your Seahawks, who they got? They have the Browns in Seattle. Ooh. Taking the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored. Actually. Yeah, Deshaun's not playing. Yep. But they've still been playing really well without him. They're really crazy good. good. Bears? Uh, against the Chargers. Two straight wins for the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears. What? Tyson, the man. Yeah. You know, that kid was a uh, Heisman winner in Division Three, basically. He was. Whatever that is. So he's, I can't remember the name of the yeah, but they have that trophy. Doesn't I'm, matter. I'm, stra- I'm reaching, but yeah, I, this the is hell with it. Go for it. Wow. My Steelers have the Jags coming to town, and we all know God hates Jags. Steelers are going to win that one. Uh, all right. What is your upset of the week, Brady? My upset is uh, the, the Titans over the Falcons yeah. in Tennessee. It's a safe upset, yeah. but it's an upset with nonetheless. Will Levis starting. Oh, is he starting? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I'm taking the Rams over the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to ride high over their their last win. They're coming off a bye, and I don't think they're ready. I watched the Rams play last week, and there's not a whole lot impressive going I, on. I agree there, but every once in a while they throw one together. And Cooper Cup and uh, Cooper Cup was awful. He was awful last and week. And Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata is good. That guy is he good. Is. They've got a few players. He can take hits. He can deliver hits he and catches catch. everything. He's flypaper. Cooper didn't want to get hit. He got popped he once got and then down. he dropped everything after. Everything. Uh, Brett, what's yours? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm actually going to go with you on this one. I'm going to take the Steelers as the upset. That's right, Brett. Uh, I got the Buccaneers winning tonight uh, against Buffalo. Something's wrong with Buffalo. Ooh, something's wrong with Buffalo. In a short week, it's a it will bet. be for sure. Something's going to be real wrong with Buffalo. I just think there's a like a real issue going on there. Uh, and, and stupid Baker Mayfield is, like, confident now, and he's playing pretty well. So we'll see. Uh, what is your lock of the week, Brady? That's my lock, the Buffalo Bills. No Bills. kidding tonight. Yeah. It's mine, too. Pretty safe lock because I'm going with that. They should bounce back. What's yours? I'm taking the Vikings over the Packers. Short week fight. Which is an even battle. Kind of a baby, baby lock. Packers are bad. Vikings aren't as uh, bad. Vikings yeah. aren't as bad. They so they should, they Vikings, should just, who knows what they are. They yep. beat the 49ers. They lose to everybody else. Uh, I got the Eagles beating the Washington Red Stermanders. That's the lock. Commander That's a good lock. That's a lock. It's only seven points. Yeah, I know. Six and a half. I'll take the Eagles over them all day. That's it. Mine pays fourteen fifty four. if you put 100 bucks on it. What's yours, baby? Uh, pays uh, 131 On a $10 bet. So you're 13 yeah. A ten. Mine's plus seventeen oh five. That's a good one. Twenty two seventy eight. Oh, yours is great because you got them bears. Got them bears. Yeah. <laughs> every time you and put Tyson. Them, every time you take the bears and their backup quarterback to beat someone, <laughs> you're going to make some money if you hit it. So good luck to all of you and all the deals they got going on on Fanduel right now are remarkable. This again, free bet for me. I got nothing on this. 
The one they have going on this weekend and through next week is if you're a new customer, you bet $5 on a winning money line bet. If you make a $5 yeah. winning bet, you get 150 bucks in, in, in bets? bonus bets. Oh, God. Dang it. So, getting on that. Take, take your lock of the week. Yeah. Put 5 bucks on it. You get 150 Yeah, bucks I'll take my Eagles. Bets. I'll double that down. I'll take yeah. the Eagles to beat the Commander Skins and uh, take 150 in free bets and blow that on something stupid. That's the fun of it. Fandle, you make sports better. It's 98. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Glorious Thursday morning. Although it started off with a lot of like, feels good to avoid all the nonsense in the world. Thanks, boys. I got to thank you, boys, for taking me out of my funk this morning from all that nonsense that's going on in this wacky earth. I got to watch a guy get hatcheted up on uh, Brett's videos and realized, you know what? It's bad everywhere. It's not just us. Uh, The world's a crazy, goofy place. Boy, is that the facts. And that's why we tell you the entertainment drills brought to you by reactdefense.com. The guys up there, uh, Jay and Josh and Tony and uh, Joey and Jenna and Michael and all the guys, they don't really like when... Horrible. Uh, nobody likes it, but they don't really like feeding off of. Oh, there's terrible news. Let's let's jump on that and make sure people are afraid. Every time there's a thing that happened, like what happened in Maine last night, or some terrible tragedy, they always tell me, "Don't push that as if that's something we're ex- that's good business for us." You know, don't make America's worst day our uh, greatest accomplishment. But man, if it doesn't ring in your head that you can't go somewhere without thinking about that. A bowling alley for kids having a night and some nutbag comes in and you just never know. None of those people thought to themselves this would ever happen to them. And I hope it never happens again. It's gonna. That's the worst part. Uh, And, you know, we do a lot of those drills out there and those uh, terrible fact that we have to come up with these scenarios. And it's easy because there's so many of them now. That you can actually sit back and say, all right, here's what would happen in a nightclub. Here's what would happen in a bowling alley. Here's what would happen in a restaurant. Here's a school. Here's this. Here's that. And they've got, you know, actual documentation to recreate them in a way to say, here's what could have stopped it. Um, And most of the time, something could have stopped it. Hiding is a good idea so long as it's not just cowering. Stopping a guy with a gun is as easy as moving the gun. Somebody's got to do something. And it's terrible that this happened that way. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like anybody had any training in that facility unless he just went nuts so fast. Uh, Casualties are going to happen. What happens if it happens where you are? Are you prepared at all? Do you have anything in your brain that says, I know what I would do? Besides just say, tackle them. There's a lot of things that go into it. They teach all that. The self-defense thing is, it's not paranoia at all. It's preparation. And I hate even grandstanding on the idea that there is a solution to stuff like this. It isn't going to stop it, but it can minimize it at the very least. Uh, and that's if you head on up there and just start learning to be a sheepdog and not a sheep. I say it all the time. It's uh, reactdefense.com. They're doing it every single day, turning somebody uh, into a non-victim from what could be victim status. And it saves lives. Maybe yours. Uh, reactdefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. According to a UCLA study, members of the Gen Z generation basically said... Uh, we want more, uh, less sex and more platonic relationships in movies and TVs. Pussies. Well, I'll tell you, my theory on this TV is shows. that uh, there's been, they've been so neutralized through uh, accessibility. Remember how hard it was for us to find nudity? 
Oh, yeah. But growing up now, it's as easy as, you know, your parents put a lock on your oh, phone. You get Snapchat. right around that. Snapchat. You can get booby pictures of girls. In the, I didn't even see a boob properly until I was like 16, you know, uh, improperly several times. But there was, you know, we had to sneak nudity. Now they're just so numb to it. It worked the opposite of what all the religious people thought is they'd become sex-crazed lunatics. It's made them numb to it where it's like, eh, it's so easy to get. It's like vanilla ice cream to them. So movies with sex and it bores them because they've seen the real deal so often. But they want more platonic relationships. That's more chick yep. flicks. More. No. Oh yeah. No, forget it. I'm with give you. Me a, give me stuck in the dryer. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a, an Academy Award winning concept. Yeah, I don't need you've got mail. Yeah, I'm with you. But they're they don't turn to movies like we used to for sex scenes that were hot. Like Basic Instinct is tame and boring to them. Like, ah, what's this? Who cares? I, if I want to watch people do it, that's easy. You'll miss the uh, joy of rewinding and, and watching scenes over. Oh, the pause and the re- Oh, I can still buffer, man. Oh, yeah. I still do the getting slide. Getting good at that slide. Ten seconds back is my But I'm friend. saying if it's platonic a... relationships, you're not going oh, back to the movie right. and revisit. Oh, I like when no, they just Gen Z will. Yeah, they might. Right. We Dawson, don't. Was Dawson and Pacey? They'll go back to that one. Who's that? Uh, uh, Dawson's Creek. Oh, jeez. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He's in the middle of it right now. <laughs> oh, boy, that got really twinky. You should have a cowboy hat and a lasso. You're twinky the kid. <laughs> well, with that uh, study, here's a movie and TV sets you can book on Airbnb to get it on. Okay. You can get the uh, Tuscan Villa from Succession, located in um, Sovicil, Siena, Italy. The Roy family rented that one for, but you can get it for seven thousand a night. You can get the Lake Tahoe Mansion. That's where Dad the, came back, right, and said, "F all you kids, I'm taking over again." What? The, where, that, or was succession. that? Oh, that oh, was, uh, that was Logan's, wedding. Yeah, Logan's oh, that wedding. Oh, that was Logan's yeah. wedding. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Bachelor Mansion, located in Malibu, thirty thousand a night. Is it the same mansion every time? Yeah, I think so. It's got to have that big driveway oh. for all those crazy broads to come dance for some guy. Is the Golden Bachelor using it? I haven't watched in the last couple of weeks. Going to have to fume me. Oh, yeah. I got it queued up, though. I'm ready to go. On a night, I have some time. I've been very busy lately. I'm going to Golden Bachelor binge. I haven't been kissed like that since the 70s. That's just her walking. Right up your alley. Harry Potter's childhood home. It's a former bed and breakfast in Levenham, England. 184 a night. It's really, one hundred eighty-four dollars. Nice. Yes, must, must not be worth it. It's the, it's the actual house. It, it's a row house in the oh. movies, basically. You can get the uh, Swan House from Twilight. No, home of Bella a, and her dad, Charlie, in Seattle, Saint Helen's, Oregon. Yeah, it's pretty. That's a really pretty house. That's that big glass one in the forest, right? Mm-hmm. Tony Stark's Lakeside Cabin from Avengers Endgame. Stands on a 2,000-acre uh, equestrian estate in Fairburn, Georgia. Nine twenty-nine a, mo- a night. Not too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's more to stay in Sedona. There must be nothing to do. Meg Ryan explains why she took an eight-year break from Hollywood. Her face eight got years? weird. She Isn't was trying to find herself. <laughs> she couldn't see herself anymore. <laughs> Nobody. Is she, she's still on a break? Yeah, no one was hiring her because no, she did that back. stuff to her face. There's, she uh, she's in a rom-com is it called It? What th- Happens Later? She's in It 3. <laughs> it's the theater's November 3rd. Poor Meg Ryan, but she did it to herself. Yeah, that, Eminem? That lip thing she did was 
she got a Kenny Rogers, you know, <laughs> yeah. plastic surgeon. Yeah, he I mean, like Kenny. terrible. Oh, man. On a warm summer's <laughs> evening. Oh, my God. Who's that? Meg Ryan. That's Lady Me. <laughs> it scared people from going to Barona. I met up with Meg Ryan. There's old billboards with him on there. <laughs> we were both too tired to sleep. Her lips started flapping. Eminem is selling his mom's spaghetti sauce. Lose yourself. It's uh, from the movie. Oh, Good it. for him. <laughs> yeah, he and Snoop Dogg just selling out. And nobody cares. Why not? Just for essence and giggles. Yeah. yeah. You can try it. What if it's really good? Get your not order in now. It's not good. It's selling fast. Real Detroit spaghetti sauce made by Kim Basinger. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's expired. <laughs> now it is. Back then. <laughs> Madonna has been officially certified by the Guinness World Records as the biggest female selling recording artist of all time wow expired Who you're a pass? jerk <laughs> expired nothing i hate that words expired <laughs> by and not for human consumption pussies <laughs> uh, yeah who'd she pass was it diana ross rihanna mariah carey taylor swift and beyonce Those she jumped over that wow yeah. taylor swift is still moving up too well all of them are taylor will pass her oh yeah so will I bet you Beyonce bumps her out again. That'll She's be a, a nice race. On the all-time list. Madonna? Yeah. Behind the Beatles, Elvis Presley, and uh, Michael Jackson. Madonna's Madonna. fourth? Yep. I'd she put her like top stones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking. The Stones have 800 records. They could just, on volume, beat her, I think. How about that? Madonna herself has moved more than 400 million records, albums, singles, and digital downloads. Man. Wow. Man, oh man. All right. How about that? Well, there you go. Uh, that's it for us. Thanks to Jay Bell. That was cool. Nice job, Brady, getting him on here. Uh, that was fun. Jay Bell talking Diamondbacks baseball with us this morning. Brett's going out tonight to yes. EOS. Where are you headed? Uh, I'll be over on the west side, 19th Avenue and Baseline. I'll be there from 5 to 7. So uh, come on out to the west side. Keep me company. And while you're out there, we'll sign you guys up for... Uh, uh, some memberships. I'll have some free memberships for you guys to sign up for Wait, as well as nine. that's it. Uh, you can join right now for nine ninety nine a month. They're open 24 hours a day and uh, there's no commitment there. So, there you, you go. know, you're committed for yeah, five, five to seven <laughs> tonight on the West side. You can get into a relationship. Why do that with a gym? <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. Thank you. Brett's out there tonight. Uh, five, to seven, you say, yep, that's it. Larry's coming up next. He's got your chances to win. Uh, also, oh, night of the singing dead stuff. He's going to give that away tomorrow. Viewing party tomorrow night. Uh, we start the second the game ends. So if it goes extra innings, we're not going to start. Playing. You can come down. You get nice. your tickets to that. You can show up, do a viewing party for the World Series, which I can't believe I'm saying Diamondbacks Rangers tomorrow and Saturday up at CB Live. Same exact deal. A uh, little viewing party beforehand. We'll have a bunch of specials going on. And then the second the game ends, we'll start doing our Halloween show. Hopefully, with to a crowd that's happy and uh, liquored up and having a good time. Uh, that's it for us. Larry's next. Have a good day. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.